five minutes after 6 a.m. Good morning, everyone. My name is Nachum Siegel. This is your Jewish Moments in the Morning Radio program. I look to my left. I see an Israeli soldier. We look to the uh, area where we are sitting right now in the Gush, in the Gush Etzion region of Israel. And we see some amazing towns, some incredible cities, the unbelievable growth of the state of Israel and the people of Israel, the amazing initiative that the Jewish people have taken. This area might be one of the most practical and symbolic areas of both of those, or of that, I should say, of the incredible initiative of the Jewish people, especially in the state of Israel. We are at Pinachama, founded back in 2001. Uh, they call it Cozy Corner, ironically enough, for those of us who have Cozy Corners in our own neighborhoods in New York. Uh, the Pinachama, the hot or warm or Cozy Corner, started back in 2001. And here at the Jewish Unity Initiative, on the final day of our journey to Israel, the question was, where should we broadcast? And the answer on day number one was... Obviously a very, very good choice with Harabite in back of us. I need more volume on this. Day number two, obviously a very, very good choice. Rakhov Dizengoff in Tel Aviv reminding all of us that no matter what our background, no matter where we live, no matter who we are and what we do, we are one. We are one, and, no, and, and in no way did that come through more clearly yesterday than during the musical segments on Rakhov Dizengoff when everybody of all different backgrounds was enjoying the great music. And then the question was, on the final day, before we leave Israel, with this message of solidarity, brotherhood, and sisterhood, and with this message of tourism, and begging people, literally, I'll say it like that, begging people to come here as often as possible, where should we be on this final day? And the answer is in the heart of the Gush Etzion region. Right next to cities like Efrat, El Azar, Alon Shvut, um, Deve Daniel, and many, many others that surround us at this moment. We chose places for the Jewish Unity Initiative that had made headlines over the last few months. Headlines not for the best of reasons. And here at the Tzomet HaGush, at the Gush Interchange, the Gush Intersection, uh, here there have been many headlines, unfortunately, that included bad news for our brothers and sisters. Some of the... Um... Are we about to get a tour? No, Simon Jacobs is about to get a tour. Is that Simon? Yeah. <laughs> I don't believe it. <laughs> when he said he had a bus, he meant it. <laughs> he asked me if we needed additional... Um... Ah! And is that who I think it is? Is Barry with him? Simon has pulled up uh, with Simon. a bus to Did join he? us here at the Jewish Union Initiative One Program. One second. He rented the bus. Understood. I didn't understand that until a second ago. Right. Okay. Good morning, Nachum. How Good are morning, you? Good morning, Mary Wallach. I, I, had, I, had, I was finishing a thought. Yeah, sorry about that. On the Jewish, no, it's not your fault. It's Simon and the bus's it's fault. It's Simon's fault. Um, I, I was finishing a, uh, a thought about the Jewish Union Initiative wrapping up in this area. And um, because this is so, so symbolic of the growth of the Jewish people and such a warm and important spot for Israeli soldiers, we felt this is where we should wrap it up, the message of brotherhood, sisterhood, and, of course, uh, encouraging people to tour and get to Israel as soon as possible. 
Uh, literally, a bus has just pulled up. With a bunch of cute little kids. With wonderful people representing different generations uh, who are here to support our <laughs> Jewish Unity <laughs> Initiative, which is here to support Did he bring a the drone? people of Israel. Simon, you didn't bring a drone, did you? I'm just, not... Sh- just checking. Right. We need special permission for that, so we needed to know if we had to... If we have to uh, put in for that. All right, Shlomo Katz is scheduled to join us. We have a lot of guests here. We're at the Pinachaman. A lot of people in the United States are responsible for Pinachaman because support from the United States is constantly coming from the U.S. to this um, uh, to this incredible facility. Uh, Pinachaman, located in the ju- in the Gush, is a place that's welcoming to soldiers. They need a hot cup of coffee, some delicious cake, or just a smile, and they get it here at the Pinachaman at Somet Hagush. Uh, information at um, information about uh, supporting this worthy cause five one six five three two six four six eight ask for Tina five one six five three two six four six eight. Here we are at Somatagush and Pinachama. Shlomo Katz, I'll be here later. Here he is now as we continue with JM in the AM. Ha ni khwa 
Katz, who's scheduled to join us later on from Pinachama. We're here at Somerai Gush, uh, the Gush intersection, a, uh, an amazing place to wrap up our Jewish Unity Initiative Week here at the um, JM and AM radio program. want to welcome the um, students of the Kemach Institute who are here. The Kemach Institute under the uh, leadership of Rav Shimshon Jacob is a, uh, is a uh, unique school that we featured probably before anybody else. On JM in the AM, and um, located in Yerushalayim, right? Located in Katamon, and uh, we invite everybody to check it out for their what would we say, twelfth graders? Twelfth graders and above, uh, for the boys, obviously, right? For the men out there, uh, best way for them to check it out would be 
kemachinstitute.org. That's kemachinstitute.org. And apparently one of the um, disciplines that they're now going through at the Kemach Institute is photography. So don't be surprised if you'll see Kemach Institute students who are posting photographs of this unique show here at Pinachama in the Gush. Uh, later on, we're going to um, play for you the interview I did last night with the mayor of Yushalayim, Nir Barakat, who had a few things to say about Jewish unity and about tourism and travel to Israel. He actually reminds everybody that it is much safer to travel to Israel than to most other major cities in the Western world, which I think is an amazing thing to hear the mayor of Jerusalem say. Uh, so we'll have that. I want to take this opportunity to thank Ira Hauser, who uh, really coordinated everything on this end so that we could broadcast from here. Uh, and I remind you that Pinachama has uh, an opportunity for you to... Um, support this unique uh, operation at um, Ivetta Sista at Archayalim, our Israeli soldiers, at the Pinachama Purim cards available to you to send to family and friends. For information about that, speak with Terry at 516... Tina. Excuse me, it's Tina at 516-532-6468, 516-532-6468. You know, I have many thoughts about this week. The uh, Jewish Unity Initiative, which has been now uh, in a variety of places around the world and in reality started before it was formally called the Jewish Unity Initiative here in the state of Israel, when we first did our purchase for people to remember our brothers and sisters here during all times, but especially during trying times, and to get here as tourists, not just, as, not, I shouldn't say not just, of course as Olim, as our friends in Nefesh Benefesh will always remind us, but... Uh, but first, if uh, if necessary, as tourists, to tour the land, to spend some money here, and to assist in keeping the Israeli economy as active and as, uh, and as vibrant as possible. And we got here this week and um, brought this vision of not being really with specific organizations, but doing a complete unity mission from places that felt appropriate. And... Uh, to that end, Mr. A. Banda and everybody at Pomegranate have to be thanked because they endorsed and went along with this mission immediately and understood that uh, Yerushalayim and Tel Aviv and here at the Gush are three amazing locations to bring this message and to remind the people in the diaspora just how urgent and important it is to express our uh, love and solidarity with our brothers and sisters in Israel. Now, I could tell you, we've been to a variety of places. We've seen a lot of this land over the last 48 hours, a lot. And there are places, and I think someone mentioned this yesterday, there are places, especially those that depend on Israelis and more local people that are doing fine and are progressing well. But those who are dependent on tourists, those restaurants, those shops, uh, those cab drivers that are dependent on tourists, uh, many of them are suffering. And it's hard to believe that just one decision to come and make a trip to Israel can make such a difference. But trust me, we see it with our own eyes. We see the difference between a hotel that's full and a hotel that's not. We see the difference between a restaurant that's full and a restaurant that's not. We see the difference between people who are, who are working and have, have jobs as tour guides and those who cannot uh, find enough work at this time. Uh, so every single person and every single synagogue and every single mission and every single organization that makes a commitment to come here is actually doing something that's so valuable, so priceless, so important, you don't even realize it. 
we're here and we realize it and we hope you get this message and plan a trip as soon as possible. There are others that we have to thank who have been instrumental in... Uh, oh, is Rabbi Halleckman tuned in? Yes, he is. A shout-out to the sports rabbi, Rabbi Josh Halleckman. And, you're, and I hope you're watching uh, right now at NahumSiegel.com. Hope you're watching right now like everybody out there <laughs> can watch at NahumSiegel.com. Oh, you wanted to add something in your mic was on? No, I was trying to figure out why I couldn't hear myself, and that's because <laughs> ZK didn't have my mic on. I'm pulling it down. Oh, I'm breathing. That's the complaint. you got to stop breathing. Today. That's it. Sports <laughs> rabbi Rabbi Josh Halleckman, big fan of JM and the AM, and I bet, I bet he is very happy that we have brought this message to the people in diaspora by visiting Israel, that we have brought this message to people in diaspora by being here on the spot, by reminding everybody how important it is to remember our brothers and sisters and, of course, to get to Israel as soon as possible. I want to thank our friends at Traveler's Choice, Jesse Devora and their staff at 212-868-8698. They did everything in, our, in their power to help get us here. I want to thank the people at Travel Cell who are keeping us connected back to the United States of America. Go to TravelCell.com and make sure your phone rental for any country comes from Travel Cell since they're supporting our efforts. I want to thank Alex and Panina and Avi and Shlomit, everybody at the Inbal Hotel, for again providing that as a home base for us, for our operation uh, with this incredible network. I want to thank Mayor Kruder of Kruder Photography who is here with us. And I want to thank David Fadida who's been so helpful in making sure to um, provide and uh, and enhance our musical entertainment all through these days. I also want to give a special thank, a special shout-out and thank you to those who have supported the Pinachama in the past and who were instrumental in helping found it. Uh, when we first mentioned to a couple of people that we wanted to come to Israel and accomplish something um, uh, symbolic and practical, they recommended Pinachama. And one of them was a Heshi Billet, who many of you know from the Young Israel of Woodmere. He was very enthusiastic about us being here. I bet he would want to be here with us right now. I would bet. So, Rabbi Billet, I thank you and to everybody who's been supporters of this uh, incredible effort. And, of course, our amazing staff. If you've missed any of the uh, social media pieces over the last few days, you're missing a lot. There's some great photo albums that are going up. Uh, you'll find them in the Nahum Siegel Network Facebook update page. Those are being done by uh, Mayor Kruder and Jamie Turkel. And uh, we suggest that you go and see some of the things that we've been able to see uh, from the uh, incredible view of Harabaya to the amazing spirit of music on, um, on Rehov Dizengoff uh, to the message of brotherhood and solidarity that we're bringing here to the, to the Pinachama, to our Israeli soldiers and to all the people who are living here in the Gush Etzion region of Israel. More coming up. You're listening to JM in the AM at 91.1 FM. 90.1 FM in the Catskills. Rockland County is at 91.9 in the FM dial and around the world on the web, jmdm.org, and, of course, on the NSN app. Bonnie Matel, la Hashem, 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 la
It's a JM in the AM radio broadcast here on a uh, Thursday morning, and we're at Pinachama in Israel at the Tzomet HaGush. We are right in the middle of the Gush Etzion region as we wrap up our Jewish Unity Initiative for this week. Uh, has been quite a time, to say the least. Uh, tried to choose locations that have been infamously in the news over the last few months, as we know, uh, for random attacks, etc., uh, that's how we ended up on uh, Tuesday in the old city of Yerushalayim, yesterday in Rehov Dizengoff in Tel Aviv, and here today at the Tzomet HaGush at the Pinachama. We are recommending that everybody continue to support the Pinachama. You can call 516-532-6468, 516-532-6468. Mayor of Efrat's going to be joining us coming up. Yishai Fleischer, who has been uh, an amazing guest for us in terms of inspiring people to get to Israel as soon as possible, either as visitors or as permanent residents. He's going to be stopping by. He'll be joining us as well. Ruthie Gillis, the wife of uh, Dr. Shmuel Gillis, and whose memory uh, Pinachama was founded back in 2001, is going to be joining us. Shlomo Katz is uh, scheduled to be doing our live Jewish music performance here. In honor of the Israeli soldiers, he'll be joining us later on. Mayor Kruder is here, has been doing our uh, photographic work from Kruder Photography. Some of the photos on uh, some of the photos on Facebook and other places have really been getting quite a response, to say the least. He's taking a selfie of me and him at Pinachama as we speak. I didn't know professional photographers actually use phones to take selfies. I thought you only deal with really fancy photographic equipment, frankly. They say that the best camera is the one that's with you. We have Israeli soldiers, Israeli soldiers coming into Pinachama. We get an opportunity to say thank you to them. I was once in Pnei Kedem. I'll never forget this story. I was once in Pnei Kedem, which is not far from here, right? How far is Pnei Kedem from here? Ten minutes? You know the kite festival in Pnei Kedem? I was once there. And I go over to a group of Israeli soldiers, there are about 10 of them, 12 of them, and I say to them, thank you, because of you I could live in the United States, which I honestly believe, but we don't have to get into that now. I could live freely, right, I could live, right now I could live freely in the United States because of you. And they looked at me like they had no idea what I was talking about, like, you know, like I'm taking them too seriously. So a lot of times when you say thank you to the soldiers, They'll respond to you or react to you like it's no big deal what they're doing, but we know what kind of big deal it is. So I took this opportunity. I apologize, Mayor Kruder, for interrupting. Uh, so anyway, congratulations to you because some of your photographs from this journey have gotten uh, quite a response. Thank you. A lot of good reaction. Curious what you think as you've been touring around with us and you've been to places like the Old City, Rehov Dizengoff and Tel Aviv with some unique and um, <laughs> really... Uh, really off the charts live music on Dizengoff, which we were doing yesterday. It's wonderful. And now that you're here at the Gush, I'd like to hear your impressions of this whole journey and the different things you've been able to see over the last three days. Well, it's an honor for me to travel with you. Uh, a place like like Pinachama, I've never been here before. Uh, I, I've only been to Tel Aviv a few times, so it's really nice to experience it and to get to meet some of the people that are involved in these locations and. And that contribute to uh, our solidarity. And I don't know. Um, Do you think the solidarity message is coming through in your photographs? Because if not, I got a real beef to uh, 
<laughs> I'm, I'm not sure. You think it's coming through? You, you think people are getting the brotherhood and sisterhood of this journey through the photographs of yours that they're looking at? Is that message coming through? It's, but it's, it's, I'm just <laughs> pressing the button and capturing what, what uh, you guys set up. I, um, so you have the easy job, huh? I have the easy job. It, it's, it's us here who have to keep this message of solidarity going. That is correct. I'm just behind the camera most of the time. and uh, You know, we've been pushing people to visit and to move to Israel. Is this something that you're now considering because of all the uh, talk you've been hearing over the last 72 hours? Are you considering more visits to the state of Israel? Absolutely, especially with weather like this. Well, weather like this is one thing. <laughs> weather like uh, yesterday and the day before, believe you me, I can go for that. Uh, so there you have it. How do people reach uh, um, Mayor Cruder and Cruder Photography? Just Cruder.com? Yeah, Cruder.com. Go to my website, K-R-U-T-E-R.com. We have an email address there, telephone number there. You can see some of my work there. And, and uh, thank you for all your help. Thank you. I look forward to uh, working more. There he is, Mayor Cruder, everybody taking care of the uh, solidarity message through photographic stills. That's his job, is to make sure the message comes through through his photographic stills and skills. More coming up. You're listening to JM in the AM.
I'm told that a uh, member of the IDF is scheduled to join us in the next few minutes. That's what we're told. That we're actually going to have a member of the IDF, and it is exciting for us when we are able to uh, to say thank you to the Israeli soldiers who are coming here to Pinachama to grab some coffee or something to eat. Um, earlier today, we saw a soldier here who explained to us because of a an operation that was going on, some type of uh, military movement. Um, I don't want to make it sound too dramatic, but something that was happening. Uh, the people who normally deliver food to them were not able to, and therefore they were here to pick up some food to bring back to the soldiers. So if you're wondering about whether this type of facility is necessary, I think we have our answer right there. So we're at the Tzomet Gush Etzion, the Pinach If you are listening right now in the area, you're certainly invited to come on over and say hi. We are... um, we are anticipating Shlomo Katz to join us with a live music performance, and as we said, we were going to we are going to try and uh, and speak with uh, members of the IDF uh, who are stopping by and um, taking advantage of Pinachama uh, during our JM and the AM radio broadcast. I want to thank our staff, everybody who is uh, working hard to bring you this broadcast, especially stand back in our studio. ZK, our chief engineer here on the spot, and Jamie Turkel is doing all of our social media as we speak. The, uh, without a doubt, as I've said many times this week, the greatest advocate of the uh, Jewish Unity Initiative, Mr. Simon Jacob, is here. And um, I want to thank him, his enthusiasm, uh, and the continued support of this uh, incredible project has been one of the reasons that it's been so successful. And where the Jewish Unity Initiative will take us next, we don't know. But believe me, it's certainly under discussion. Brand new Shalshelis Jr. as we continue with more from Pinachama on day three of our incredible Jewish Unity Initiative journey to Israel. Coming up at 8.30 this morning, my interview with the mayor of Yerushalayim, Nir Barakatz. That's coming up at 8.30 this morning here at JM in the AM. And plenty more if you keep it right here at the Nahum Siegel Network. Don't forget, you can watch all of this at NahumSiegel.com right now on the homepage.
With brand new Shalshelis Jr., we're sitting here at Pinachama in the Gush, uh, Gush Etzion region of Israel. Um, Neve Daniel, Elazar, Efrat, Alon Shvut. Anybody else want to help me with some towns around here? Migdaloz, Tekoa, Meitzad, Meitzad, Karmeitzur, Karmeitzur, still one of my favorites. You mentioned Tekoa. Mandel's out to go. All right. All right. Um, Shlomo Katz is here. We're going to rock the place. He's coming up with live music later this morning here at JM in the AM. Um, for two reasons, for two reasons, David Ehrlich is an important person for those who live in the United States and want to help people in Israel for two reasons. I'll start with the 
I'll start with this reason first, because you think the second reason might be more important. First reason is when you have somebody in Israel that you really, really, really want to make happy and put a smile on their face and send them some really delicious items. For instance, your kid who might be in Israel, your youngster, your son, your daughter, who might be here studying in Israel. David and his company, Gilly's Goodies, they provide those incredible snacks. Some of which, by the way, if you're you're, um, watching on the video right now, thank you, Yossi. Shout out to Yossi Baumel. If you're you're watching on the video screen right now, you could see some of these right now. Look at this. Look at this. Chocolate, chocolate chip cookies. Granola cookies. Hang on. I'm still with the cookies here. Uh, What else do we have here? We have here... uh, Crinkles, and these are pecan crisps. Crinkles, pecan crisps. These are for you guys, they're for the staff. Well, thank you very much. we gotta, right. you got to speak closer. Speak of the close, okay. Gilly's Goodies, and, and the second reason, of course, is because Gilly's Goodies makes as strong an effort as possible to provide uh, delicious food items for Israeli soldiers. Simple right. as that. Right. And, you know, we joke about the first part. Somebody wants to send a gift. Obviously, they could use your company, send a nice gift, take care of their kids, birthday parties, etc., etc., when they're thousands of miles away. But for us as a collective Jewish world, the fact that you're doing whatever you can for the Israeli soldiers, obviously, it goes an even longer way. Uh, this uh, Gilly's Goodies is how, how old now? How long have you been doing this? Since 2001, okay. Hashem, and uh, it's been a, it was a, it's been a, long, a long haul through, through the, whole, uh, the whole trip. It's been great. It's been, in fact, Pina Hamas started around when we started as well. Right. And we see like uh, uh, testing our recipes getting bigger, like making my, my, my from Gail's home kitchen to our factory. I make a cookie, chocolate chip cookie. Instead of one kilo, we make 50 kilos. It doesn't go so easily all the time. So all the leftovers came here. <laughs> so these guys benefited from our starting out in the goosh tremendously. Very nice. And, and so today we regularly come over with baskets of cookies and cakes and. These are not leftovers. These are no. These are really good, fresh. Really good. I see the packaging They're is even more enhanced than it was years ago. That's right. We're, we're David Ehrlich is here from Gilly's Goodies. All right, where do you live in uh, the Gush? I live in Efrat. All right, why is it so important that we are here today? You live in Efrat. It is rare that you have somebody coming from outside of Israel to speak nicely about this region of Israel. Why is it so important that JM and the AM and our Jewish Unity Initiative is here? In the gush today. You know, I'm going to use one of Rabbi Riskin's favorite lines: "Is that we basically are a kesher between Hebron, Israel's past, and Yishalayim, Israel's future." Right. And Efrat being here is such a schut that we live here. Um, the fact that that we, we, we were probably in this area, which is basically a ring around Yishalayim, we're a really important ring. And now, uh, for sure, recently it's been a uh, difficult time. So we work o- over in Rosh Hashanah. We live in Efrat and. Uh, Right over here is where a lot of shootings are going on, and uh, it's been hairy. It's been di- difficult seeing traffic jams, knowing the guy behind you, the guy in front of you. Yeah, we haven't even pointed this out enough. Uh, I mean, yesterday we, we did the same thing on Rehob Dizengoff. We were just a block or two away from the most recent stabbing there. But this Tzomet that's to my left, right. I mean, people could w- actually watch the videos of attacks right. that yeah. terrorists have had on groups of people, have Stabbings. done tremendous right. damage right. to right. life right. and limb, and, of yeah. course, to families. Right. And uh, you talk about a location important to be in. That's one reason why it's important why that we're, we're here today. That's right. We, we, we can't show them. We can't stop driving on the roads. We can't stop shopping in Rami Levy next door because it's, like, because it's very close to this area. Right. We must keep on our life going the way it is. It's very important. It's, there's no question about that. All right. How do people get information about Gilly's Goodies, sending product uh, so to... Actually, I had a great idea. Yeah. Uh, I want to offer your listeners yeah. a special... 
that uh, we do soldier packages for for for, for, for Purim. Every actually every week we do them, but uh, this year last year we gave out like almost three thousand soldier packages to the soldiers. Or Hashem, anybody who buys four packages for the soldiers, eighteen dollars each, and writes and referred by Nachum Nachum Siegel, will give them a fifteen percent discount towards a Shalchmanis package they want to send in the future to their children, grandchildren, family and friends in Israel. They do this on the web? How do they do they it? They go to our website and they click on send a smile to somebody else. Not just for their grandchildren or children. And under there are, we have uh, packages for the soldiers, for Hatzalah, for the first responders, and for kids Mishalva, special needs children Mishalva. So they go on onto that section. If they order four or more and put it Nachum at the checkout, um, we'll give them a, a certificate by email back 15% off your Shalachmanis order for this coming forum. Gillysgoodies.com? Gillysgoodies.com. Gillysgoodies.com, everybody. That's how you do it. And toll, toll free number is 866-721-7292. From the United States. 866-721-7292. And, and we should stress, especially for those who are really glad that we're here today, that you're supporting people in the gush. When you when you order from Gilly's Goodies, all right. You. So keep that in mind, David Ehrlich. I thank you. It's here for Gilly's Goodies, you. everybody. Thank you, Go and buy and enjoy and thank you for the goodies. It's much appreciated. That's for sure. These are for the soldiers. Uh, these, are, these are for you. They should all be for the soldiers. No, they, no, they should all be for the these soldiers. These are for the soldiers. No, I these, want these. I, I want you to have. I'd like you to have someone bring those inside so the soldiers can enjoy them. We are not going to take away from the soldiers today. Absolutely not. Okay. And it'll make some people very happy if I don't need Let's any of these anyway. <laughs> Look at the camera. Look at the camera then there we'll fight go. about how you're going to bring them into okay. the, to the soldiers. Pinach is uh, featuring Gilly's goodies for the soldiers and we thank them. All right. Um, we mentioned earlier that our musical guests, each, uh, each one of them this week, has really uh, been able to fit in perfectly to connect with uh, each of our locations. Harabayat with Ohad and his incredible voice and some of the meaningful songs that he sang, including his Yerushalayim selection. Uh, then yesterday when we had the amazing uh, on-the-street performances by Uziah Tzadok and Daniela Haviel, it was just, just perfect for a Tel Aviv Dizengoff street. And now, here in the Gush, who better than Shlomo Katz? As he just said to me minutes ago, now welcome to my neighborhood. Um, who better than Shlomo Katz to give us a little inspiration, to give us a little bit of a boost here on a Thursday at JM in the AM. So Shlomo Katz is coming up. We'll be doing some live music and continuing with our Jewish Unity Initiative here uh, in the Pinachama, in the Gush region, the Gush Etzion region of Israel. And I thank all of you for tuning in. Don't forget to check out our Facebook update page. It is uh, simply entitled Nahum Siegel Network. When you go there, you'll be seeing some of the photos from today. Uh, we'll try to post some videos as well. We had a video, actually. Yeah, the Daniel Javier video was... Yeah, very huge. A lot of people were commenting on that video from his performance on the street yesterday on Rehov Dizengoff, so you can check that out, and we'll try to post other videos here as well. want to again welcome the Kemach Institute, Rabbi Shimon Jacob, Shimshon Jacob, and everybody uh, from their students who are here uh, to join us and to be part of our Jewish Unity Initiative. Uh, it is much appreciated. Are we going straight, or are we are? What are we doing? All right, we're going to go to this break. Do the Solomon Brothers come back with Shlomo Katz? You're listening to JM in the AM.
the AM. It's America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program. Heard on listeners sponsored WFMU East Orange, WMFU Mount Hope, Rockland County at 91.9 on the FM dial. Broadcasting live from the Sonia and Robert Gold Studios in Jersey City, New Jersey. Today broadcasting live from Pinachama in the Gush Etzion Junction. The Gush Etzion Interchange. Somed Gush Etzion. And a special shout out to listener Yehuda. Where's Yehuda? There he is. Come on, everybody. A round of applause for, for, somebody, for somebody who did one of the most amazing things to be here today. He skipped school to join us today. Come on. He's a man after my own heart. Hope his principal's not listening. 13-year-old Yehuda is one of the biggest Nahum Siegel Network JMNAM fans in the world. And his mother, Amanda, approved of him being here today to join us. So thank you very Are you from Alon Shvud? Where are you from? Beit Shemesh? From Beit Shemesh. They're from Beit Shemesh. They are here today enjoying the sunshine of Alon Shvut, or I should say of Gush Etzion, and, um, and they are here to enjoy this great show. And apparently, when Avrami hosts our live lunch later today, Yehuda's playlist, his request playlist, is going to be in front of Avrami's, is going to be on Avrami's desk, and he'll be playing a lot of the songs that he wants to hear. All right. Um, are we going to live music now? Are we going to live music now? We're switching our schedule? We're doing live music now? Yeah, oh, right. I didn't realize that. <laughs> yes, this is what happens when all the guests who are scheduled don't show up. Then we get an opportunity to go live music even earlier. Ladies and gentlemen, one of our absolute favorites, somebody who welcomed me to his neighborhood minutes ago, the one and only Shlomo Katz is here. Can we hear it for Shlomo Katz, please? You want to hear the heart and the soul? Of the uh, of the Gush Etzion region, listen very carefully to the next few minutes in this live performance by Shlomo Katz. Shlomo, b'vakasha. Ding, 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 ding. 
course, you can watch his live performance right now at NahumSiegel.com. If you go to our homepage, every time Shlomo Katz sings for us. And we'll speak to Shlomo Katz in a few minutes. The brand new CD is entitled Yismach Melech. Ten selection CD. Go to ShlomoKatz.com. Go to ShlomoKatz.com. We'll speak with him coming up in just a few minutes. Uh, Eve Harrow is here. Eve is a, uh, a tour guide here in Israel, host of Rejuvenation on the Land of Israel Network. She's also a mom of Chayalim. I am. That's quite a resume. <laughs> I'll say Boker Tov since it's morning where we're our uh, primary base is, and I say thank you for joining us here at JM in the AM. My pleasure. Uh, how, uh, how meaningful is it that our Jewish Unity Initiative came to this area? We've been to Yerushalayim, we've been to Tel Aviv, we spend our last day in the Gush. How significant is it that we are here in the Gush today? Extremely. Um, the three boys who were kidnapped were kidnapped just down the block from here, which really is what pushed this idea of unity. Um, the Pinachama is also a positive step in the face of overwhelming grief. It's something that the Gush is particularly strong with, although it's a strength I think that all Israelis have, which is to take tragedies, to take really things that make you want to not get out of bed in the morning, and instead of hate and revenge and even thinking about the perpetrators or the enemy, decide to make the world a better place, decide to take some meaning out of what happened and turn it around. That's what this Pina Hamas is all about, and that's to a great degree what the Gush symbolizes. Where did this come from? Why is it that we, luckily, as Jewish people, have this trait, thank God, that we're able to rebound collectively in a unified effort and move forward as you just described. We're Hashem's people. Simple yeah, we'll, as that, huh? It's as simple as that. We have faith in Him. He has faith in us. Those of us who have the enormous privilege, not just of living in Israel, but of living in Yehudah, of living in Judea, where this really all began, are, are every single day a sign of prophecies come true. How long uh, have you been in this love. country? Since 1988. And have you always been in the Gush region? Yes, We're moved to Efrat from the very beginning. Wow. that's <laughs> raised seven children here, served for 10 years on the Efrat Local Council, um, now taking tourists, both Jews and Christians, and anyone around Israel. Uh, not about Judea and Samaria, necessarily right. about Israel and our e place in the world. Eve Harrow is here. Um, are you, I don't want to say surprised, I don't know if anybody's surprised by it, but we've noticed as we've been here, that the number of non-Jewish tour groups seems to be going up, while the number of Jewish tour groups sometimes seems to be stagnant or maybe even going down. How does that make you feel? It makes me feel very sad, because if we're talking about faith, so where's your faith, Jewish co-brothers and sisters? All right, you, you pray three times a day, you pray towards Israel, you understand more than anybody the tremendous miracle of the times that we're living in. So where are you? Is that, is that really your faith? I was just in Shiloh last week with a, saw a group of Chinese people there. Lots of people from the Far East here. They're coming. They're around. As you just said yourself, the Christians are here. Where is your faith? Tell uh, the Jewish mothers around the world who are listening right now what it's like to be a mother of a chayal. What's it like to be the mother of an Israeli soldier? Aside from the copious amounts of laundry that we have to do, <laughs> um, it is... Hard to find the words, and I make my living speaking, so if I say that, uh, it's tremendous pride, tremendous worry, not, uh, on a few levels. One is that obviously 
God forbid something will happen to him. But coming right on the heels of that worry is that he'll have to hurt somebody else as he protects the Jewish people. And this is a child who I told, like, don't squish the spider unless he's, like, bothering you. And so uh, it's a tremendous chud. It brings us back to the time of the Chashmonaim, where it was Mila Hashem Eli, uh, warriors for God. Um, warriors and for the Jewish people. So um, along with that worry comes faith that Hashem knows what he's doing. And uh, somebody has to do this. So we're the somebodies. But if everybody did this, it would lessen the burden for those of us who are doing it. Yeah. And unfortunately, not everybody is participating in this part of our life. Yeah, well, you certainly uh, you certainly know how to... Uh how to make people like me feel guilty, I can tell you that much. <laughs> That's Sorry. for sure. Uh, All I can do can, is speak from my heart. What can I tell you? Um, have you no, I don't know if you noticed or not in the few minutes you've been here. I, I like to say thank you to the Chayalim. I see them. I like to say thank you, you know, my little part, like, you know. Right. Uh, if I was them, I'd probably, if, if, I, if, if someone was doing to, to me, what I'm doing to them, I'd probably roll my eyes like, you know, thank you, like, you know. No, you'd be surprised. They do yeah. appreciate it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but it, they, they don't take it for granted. But that's my point. It's not that they don't appreciate it. it, it sometimes they look at you like, you know, like sort of like, what are you thanking us for? Like that right. type of thing. And there's a humility, a certain, that you described just now, how heroic they are and mm-hmm. how incredible a role they have in the present and future of the state of Israel. To them, there's a humility that doesn't allow them sometimes to understand that. Am I right? You're right, and it's not just among the soldiers. Um, it's among a lot of people in Israel. Let's say, for example, Racheli Frankel, right. whose her son was killed not far from here, Naftali. And in conversations that I've had with her where I've said, do you understand what you're doing for other people? That if you can stand and say Kaddish over your son's open grave, do you understand what that means in terms of love of God? Because you, you had every reason to not be so happy at that moment. And she doesn't understand what I'm talking about. And there's other people all over this country who are doing tremendous acts of kindness and charity every single day. I don't think there's a person in this country, including maybe someone selling bananas in the, in the market, who isn't some kind of hero, who hasn't suffered in some way for being here. And when you mention that to them, they don't understand because many of us feel that this is a tremendous privilege to be able to do this. We feel that Israel chose us, not so much that we chose Israel. Speaking for myself, as someone who had a choice to come or not to come, I feel that I was chosen. That's, a, that's an enormous feeling to live with every single day. And so these soldiers feel like they are privileged. I just had this conversation with my son who's about to be posted in Hebron, no less. And he said, Ima, I can now do something to push the bad guys away from Israelis. I've been trained to do that. I've, I've been trusted to do that. So you shouldn't worry about me. This is what I'm supposed to be doing. I have nothing to say to that. That's for sure. Eve Harrow is with us. So we mentioned that we're here in the Gush and that you live here in Efrat. Um, there's no question that um, among some people in Israel, look, someone said to me yesterday that they would never travel to the Gush. Mm. And somebody who you would not expect to hear that from, mm-hmm. a Dati person who's you know, living in another area of Israel, they would never go here. because uh, I believe it's because they've been convinced that it's a war zone, that it's uh, you know, a place where haphazardly you never know what may happen to you, that right. type of thing. And I think, frankly, the Israeli media has had a lot to do with that. You know, create mm-hmm. this separation between certain areas and, you know, other areas of Israel that are, I don't know, that are either considered or deemed to be safer or mm-hmm. etc. What is it like? This is sort of the question that, that Bibi was once asked years ago, what it's like to walk the, wall, the, the halls of the U.N. when you know that everybody there is against you. Mm-hmm. What's it like to be in the gush 
when there's so much, unfortunately, of an effort among the media and others in this country to really demonize people who live here. So since I'm not a soldier, this is my part to play in defending the land of Israel and the people of Israel. Just by coming here, just, and I came to the Gush two days ago and walked around and gave chocolate to all the soldiers standing here. And this looks probably like Southern Lebanon did at some point, because if they can stand here, I can come here. So I believe in almost perhaps a cosmic plane as well as a physical plane. Every single thing that any one of us does to push back the evil, even if it's trite, changes the balance of good and evil in the world. I really do believe that. And it's a shame this person that you said is Dati, is religious. Maybe he looks that way. But in his core, if he's not coming here, if he can't come to the place between where Rachel Imenu is buried and the Avod and the Imahot are buried down in, in Hebron, then where, where is, where, what does that say about him? And that gives a reward to the terrorists because they're trying to keep us away from our roots. And by not coming, we've rewarded them. So you don't have to give money to Hamas. And you don't have to support them in that way. You have by, you know, there's errors of omission and of commission. And that's part of what he is doing. So I'm very proud to be living here. I'm not afraid. Okay? I'm not afraid. Maybe that's silly that I'm not afraid. But you have to believe that you have to do what's right. And after that, Hakolbi Deshamayim. And I'm sorry for your friend that he feels like that. And look, oh, I was I supposed and I have I was supposed to have a tour next week that canceled because religious people from America were afraid to come. And it's really a shame. It's this, their loss. Our Jewish Unity Initiative is concentrating on, on solidarity, brotherhood and sisterhood, being here when times are somewhat difficult. And we know there have been random attacks and things that make the headlines. So we're here to show our, our care and concern to whatever degree we can. But the second part is tourism. The second part is to get here as soon as possible. You just mentioned this. Maybe a group out there now will be mashlim, this Good. group that you just spoke about. Uh, they they so. just canceled. Maybe a synagogue or an organization or a family or a group of people will now say, you know what, let's go, let's spend a few days in Israel because there are people who are actively pulling out of their commitment to come to the Holy Land. Well, I think it's important to mention, though, that we don't need people coming here. I say this advisedly. We're fine. You need to be here. It's just for you that you need to come to Israel, not for us. We're ready here. But we're waiting for you. The food's fantastic. Tons to see. So come on over. Eve Harrow, great speaking with you. Thanks, Nachum. Amazing. Thank you so much. Uh, Shlomo Katz is joining us. Oh, he's doing some live music for us. Then we'll speak with him. Shlomo Katz is here doing our live music performance. We're in his neighborhood here in Gush Etzion. That's right. Unlike when he visits me in Jersey City, we are visiting him here at Pinachama in the Gush. Shlomo Katz, you can watch it right now at NahumSiegel.com on the homepage. Watch his performance right now from Pinachama live at NahumSiegel.com. <laughs>
Applause for the great Shlomo Katz. Here it is, by the way. This is the brand new CD. You see that, ZK? You got that in the shot? Hey, the king of schlock, Lenny Solomon, gets a shout out because he's listening and watching right now in Beit Shemesh. How do you like that? Yismach Melech, title track to Shlomo Katz's brand new CD. Holy brother. Shalom, shalom. Shalom. It has been a long time. Too long. Seriously, too long. We see each other usually like once a year or so. Too long. It's been a long, long time. Last time I tried to come to you was pre-Waze. I got completely <laughs> lost. <laughs> yeah. Jersey City. That could happen, you know. But uh, no, now, now the Israelis have solved that problem. They created Waze, and look what happened. No, now I'm not lost. Now there's nothing to worry about. No. Um, so Shlomo Katz is out there. That's your composition, I assume? This is, uh, yeah, the whole album's original tracks. How long did this take to put too, together? Too long. <laughs> Years, but, right? Yeah, it's like an 18th month pregnancy, but it's, it, it was, you know, <laughs> it was good. I shouldn't say it in front of uh, any women here. Not That's to for sure. <laughs> uh, where do you live in what city? Efrat. You're Mamash in Efrat. I'm right here. How many years are you in Efrat? Um, on and up, about 13. Wow. Yeah. Why is it important that this program, and you're very familiar with what we do in general, not just during this week of Jewish unity, why is it important that we're here in the Gush today? Why is it an important statement to be right here in the center of the Gush Etzion region? We're sitting right now in between, smack in between, Marasa Machpela and Beis HaMikdash. You could fill in the Chevron blanks. Chevron and Yerushalayim. <laughs> this is it. This right we're in right the in the between Chevron 
in Yerah Kodesh Yerushalayim. We're in the heart. We're in the heart of everything. Whatever else is happening in the world is all important. But what's happening here right now is the blood. This is, this is giving the blood for the rest of the body. Right here. Do you think Jews outside of Israel are getting this message at all? Are we losing too many people who are just not understanding where the future of the Jewish people <laughs> is? Or, or are they more like me, where they really do get the message, but they just haven't taken that step yet to be where you are? What do you think? My Rebbe said, Reb Shlomo said that, how do you explain that you have Jews that have no idea what the difference between Sukkot and Hanukkah, and they live in Eretz Yisrael, they never left, and you have that are dominating morning and night and they're doing Siam Shas every year but you know they're not, they never come here well, how could that be? he said that to hear the words Lech Lecha is a Mat Naschinam it's an undeserved gift so the fact that I was able to hear that I don't credit that to anything just as a Matana just as a gift so I just pray that people trust their Kishkas and when they hear Lech Lecha, they don't doubt it for one second. Oh, boy. Halavai. Shlomo Katz is here. Uh, he's doing our live music today. He lives in Efrat. Pinachama is a symbol because it is a, it, it's chesed for Israeli soldiers. And you probably meet plenty of Israeli soldiers. And you're the Chayalim, yeah. When we see when just to get into you know, leaving and coming back to my house right. every single day. You're always like, seeing Chayalim. Oh, everywhere. Freezing cold. Last night I got back from a... Uh, from a, a concert late two in the morning, I see these guys. I see these nineteen-year-old guys, sh- not not shaking, but standing there, covered up. We give the you know the eye greet. What I will, what I want to do is jump out of the car and, and jump on them and hug them, but that wouldn't be the smartest idea either. <laughs> I'd come home as a shawarma, but you know what I mean. Like, <laughs> yeah, these days no random, no, no random hugs no for random, soldiers. No. I'll tell you, and we're in an area where, where there's been some challenges. We're in an area where, you know, right here at this Tzomet, there's been some... Uh, you know, this, this corner that, I, that we're in right now, I think about, I mean, I pass by it every day, but I think it was Eve that mentioned it before. I don't know if the Hevra can see, I don't know who, what, what, what they're seeing exactly, but right behind your, yeah, your, your to face... To my left over here. To your left is the, the three boys, Gilad, Eyal, and Naftali... They were picked up. They got into that car a little bit to our left over there. But right they, Well, that, right, no, right not, up, not here. They right got up, right. right up there, but they were then shoved into that car, and they made that turn right here and made a right, right over here. And That's they were where they were down there. So their last few minutes of being alive in this world took place right in front of oh. Nachum where you're sitting. Oh, boy. So this place is filled with holiness. It becomes holier and holier. And what a schuss to stand here and talk to Hashem, talk to Chaverim, right over here and showing, uh, showing, forget the world, showing ourselves that we're made out of something that we can't explain. Oh, you could say that again. All right, Shlomo, thank you. We'll do more with you later, and I really appreciate it. And, of course, more live music. Congratulations to brand-new CD, Yismach Melech. They can go to your website. I assume these days they can purchase it right off the website, right? Everything's so instant these days, right? Before I had my copy, it was uh, <laughs> It was already out there being sold. <laughs> <laughs> now you really sound like you're Rebbe. Now, I now you yeah, really now sound I like you're Rebbe. <laughs> you know, I once asked, I said, once said to Reb Shleimer, you know, Reb Shleimer, the song you just sang, it sounds very similar to another song of yours. I said, you know what he said to me? Of course you know, because you know every transcript, every conversation I ever had with him. He goes, he goes, Reb Nachum, everyone else steals from my music. I figured I can steal from my music. <laughs> Why should I steal from my music? Awesome line. <laughs> like, I'm all the best. <laughs> all right, thank you very much. Let's uh, Let's sneak in here. Uh, let's sneak in here, Ruthie Gillis. 
Uh, I remind you that Pinachama was founded in May of 2001 in memory of Dr. Shmuel Gillis and Sachi Sasson, who were, ca- uh, were callously gunned down by terrorists on their way home to their families. They're both officers in the IDF, Shmuel a doctor in a special unit, and Sachi served as an officer with soldiers who did the reserve duty in the Gush Etzion area. Pinachama was founded in their memory by Shmuel and Sachi's widows, and Ruthie Gillis, in fact, is here. Todara ba. Thank you so much for uh, being with us here today. You're welcome. Um, whose idea was this? This terrible tragedy happens. How do you think of a pinachama to be founded in their memory? It's a small thought that became to a big idea because uh, when we were sitting Shiva at home, I, I didn't know what we'll do after it. And I wanted to do something good. I wanted to do something for the soldiers that they would know that we want to come home safely. Another thought that I had is that Shmuel was a doctor in the army and he was on Miluim in his unit, special unit. And when he came home, he told me, now I feel that I can also be the father of the soldiers. I'm too old to be only a doctor of them. And all those things together uh, brought me to the thing to, to put a small place. I didn't thought it would be such a special place uh, in the place that he was killed and to bring cake to the ch- uh, soldiers and just to tell them we want to go be home. We want to come home safely. And it has become a very special place. And it must be yeah. heartwarming when you see all the support you get from around the world. People from everywhere, including us in the United States, including, I should say, people in the United States, have been very helpful to keep it going. Absolutely, and I just want to thank everybody that uh, gives his hand to you and his mind, his money, his time, his cakes, because this is the place of uh, all of Am Israel. It's not a private place. It's a part of Am Israel, and everybody is involved and part of that place. No question about it. Ruthie Gillis, uh, the... Pinachama founded in memory of Tzachi Sasson and Dr. Shmuel Gillis, her husband, uh, back in 2001. Thank you so much for being here today. Um, Got to thank some of the people that are responsible for our Jewish Unity Initiative. want to thank Mr. Abe Banda and everybody at Pomegranate for understanding the importance of this mission, for making sure we would have what we need to get it done and to bring this uh, mission of solidarity and the push for tourism to areas like Gush Etzion. I want to thank our friends at Traveler's Choice, Jesse Devora and their staff at 212-868-8698. I want to thank the people at TravelCell, TravelCell.com, um, for providing the phones that we use to stay in touch with, the, with our uh, staff and family back in the United States. I want to thank the Inbal, Alex, Panina, Avi, and Shlomit. The Inbal Hotel, again, our headquarters in Yerushalayim. I want to thank Mayor Kruder of Kruder Photography. Go to Kruder.com. A special thank you to Simon Jacob and the Jacob family for all their support and for being here today. Amazing proponents of the Jewish Unity Initiative, and we thank them. I saw Simon got a good video of the Shlomo Katz performance just now. He was enjoying that brand new selection. And, of course, to our staff, everybody here, and uh, Jamie and Avrami and everybody back in uh, New York, much appreciated. More coming up. Keep it right here at JM and the AM. We're at Pinachama. Oh, and a big thank you to Ira Hauser. Ira Hauser, thank you for coordinating things. We could be here today at Pinachama and the Gush Etzion Junction. 
with our Jewish Unity Initiative. It is much appreciated. You can donate to Pinachaman. Keep it going by calling Tina at More live music coming up. 
Shlomo Katz will be joining us again here at JM in the AM. We're at Pinachama at the Gush. Um, they refer to it in English as a cozy corner, giving the soldiers a, a cup of coffee, some hot soup, some delicious cake, and a smile uh, here at the Pinachama in the Gush. I apologize that uh, we don't have Rabbi Goldwasser's words for you this morning here at JM in the AM. Rabbi Goldwasser will return Sunday with JM Sunday with Matis, and of course Monday with us at JM in the AM. Tomorrow we are planning on a weekly update with Malcolm Honeline. I'm assuming that I'll be able to get from the airport back to the studio on time. And uh, if that happens, then we'll have a weekly update with Malcolm, ironically enough, in Israel. Um, so that's, our, that's hopefully our schedule for tomorrow. So keep that in mind. The mayor of Efrat is with us, Mayor Oded Ravivi. Shalom, shalom. Welcome to JMAM. Shalom. shalom. Good How afternoon. Or good morning. Yeah, you could say anything on this show and be right right now. Uh, how many years have you been mayor? Seven years. Seven years of mayor of Efrat. How many Jewish people live in Efrat? Who is counting? Around how many? Uh, Baruch Hashem now 10,000. You have uh, to be the mayor of 10,000 Jewish people. Wow, that's not easy. And believe it or not, we're building housing units for another 6,000, please God. For another 6,000? Yeah. So I remember when uh, Zayed was created, that neighborhood... So Zayt is now in its final stages of being completed. Tamar and Dagan are being built. Uh, we have today three elementary schools in Efrat. We're building another two. We've got 25 kindergartens. We're building another 15. So there's a lot of things going on in Efrat, and your listeners should come and see. Why did it work so well? How did Efrat get to be what it is today? Um, I think the idea of combining forces of Americans and Israelis and setting up a town which is open... For anybody who wants to come and live with it, there's no committee that decides who is worthwhile and who is being accepted. Everybody is welcome. Um, and at the end of the day, it's all about people. And when one family made Aliyah, we found afterwards that they brought their siblings and their parents. And we have tribes of different families who have literally inhabited the city of Efrat. How long have you been living there? 22 years. Wow, unbelievable. And um, we're just trying to keep up with the schooling, as you mentioned, the whole educational system, the uh, infrastructure of the town, all these new hilltops that are going to be populated by real housing. It must be, must be almost impossible to keep track of all this. It's possible. It's being done. And Baruch Hashem, with uh, proper planning, we're managing to have all the public facilities, which is schools, kindergartens, mikvaot, shuls, built before the people actually come and uh, inhabit the houses. Well, that that's a smart bought. idea. A lot of towns around here. Uh, you have El Azar. You have Neve Daniel. You have Alon Shvut. Uh, what am I missing? Give me a couple other names. It doesn't matter. You have a lot of different towns around here. Right. And uh, I'm curious if someone like yourself feels the cooperation, and other mayors here feel the cooperation of the Israeli government. Do you feel like when you are building, as you just described now, as you're expanding, as you're trying to la allow people to lay down their roots in new areas of Efrat, do you feel here in the Gush Etzion region the cooperation of the Israeli government? I think it's all a matter of what you want to see. Some uh, look at the glass and they will only see the half glass, which is empty, and some will look at the glass and say how much it's full. Uh, we're in the junction surrounded by Israeli soldiers, uh, which they... Israeli army is sent here, which the Ministry of Defense is sent here, which the government of Israel is sent here. Uh, when you know that they're looking after our security, 
when you understand that the uh, housing ministry is the one who is building in Efrat, when you understand the Ministry of Education is funding new schools. So you can look at the half cup which is full and say, yeah, everybody is cooperating and things are being done and things are moving on. Some will say, there are not enough soldiers, there are not enough schools, there are not enough houses, we want more. I prefer to look at the half glass which is full. And Baruch Hashem, this is our country, this is our government. And if you play right your cards, I think you know, the sky is the limit. We take special pride in Efrat because it was founded by one of, uh, by one of our favorite American rabbis. So we take extra special pride in this. He's got a lot of uh, added value to what's happened in Efrat, a lot of merit. And he's uh, loved uh, up until today but all, by all the residents of Efrat. We speak about Rabbi of course, and he has uh, continued to not only um, uh, oversee the building of Efrat, but to bring to international juries such important messages from Judea such important messages from this region of Israel and I think that that's one of the biggest benefits of the city of Efrat I think everyone Definitely. serves as an ambassador with this very important message now, we're here with a message of Jewish unity today that's right. why we're here and for some reason, and again it might be because of the Anglo population it might be because of the, uh, the size that Efrat has grown to till this point for some reason it seems that your city has this ability to really get out these messages to people around the world I think it derives from a few things. First of all, Rav Riskin, as you said, has got a lot of merit for doing that. The fact that he travels all around the world, he presents himself as the chief rabbi of Efrat, he definitely gets the word spread around. The fact that in Efrat live so many business people who travel the world with business cards from Efrat also spreads yeah, the world. That's true. And the fact that uh, at the end of the day we're a city which is open and at least two or three times a week I host groups from different backgrounds. Yesterday I had a delegation of Japanese uh, um, um, people from the embassy ask why they came to Efrat. I still don't know, but they came. They showed an interest, asked some questions, took some photos and left. So we try and spread the word around, definitely. He's the mayor of Efrat, Mayor Oded Ravivi, everybody. Todaraba. Thank you. Thank you for welcoming us. Thank you for us. coming. Thank, Thank you for you. welcoming Keep us. Keep up the good work. We're going to try our best to continue the good work. Shlomo Katz is next. What song are we doing, Shlomo? Give me a little preview. You choose. Which one? You, you choose. I should choose a song? <laughs> you could choose any of them. Shlomo Katz uh, has a concert series coming up in March. Right. Where is that going to be? All over the States. Give, over give the me States. some examples of cities you'll be visiting. Uh, Los Angeles, Scottsdale, Arizona. Ooh, Scottsdale. Chicago. Irakadish, New York, and uh, <laughs> probably Cleveland. Very nice. Slomo Katz American Concert Series coming up in March. The brand new CD is called Yismach Melech. Slomo Katz is live. Watch it right now at NahumSiegel.com. Live from the Gush. Slomo Katz at JM in the AM. <laughs> Ani 
Amazing, absolutely amazing. We're in his neighborhood of the Gush, here in the Holy Land of Israel. And I want to welcome more members from the Abelow family and the Cronenberg family. They were jealous of the other Abelow family members who had been visiting us during, during our Jewish Unity Initiative. So they're here now from the Holy City of Ephrat. I could say that, Holy City of Ephrat, right? Sure. Why not? He is the one and only Yishai Fleischer. The danger now is that I could spend between now and 9 a.m. speaking to Yishai Fleischer. So we have to discipline ourselves. We have to be careful not to you know, go over the allotted time limit. 
Yishai Fleischer, it has been a while since we have spoken, and I'm so glad to reunite with you in this area of the Holy Land of Israel. Shalom, shalom. Shalom, Nachum, and congratulations for uh, another amazing uh, radio tour and coming to this important place in Eretz Israel, this anchor in Eretz Israel, and bringing you know life and connectivity, which is uh, I think what really your mission is, and uh, everybody that's listening is getting a chance to mamash be in Eretz Israel. Using this technology to, to connect us. There's so many people that want to disconnect us from this place, want to make us afraid, and you're coming here and doing radio. I think that's amazing. I remind our listeners that you live in the neighborhood right near uh, Harabayat. That's right. That's you right. You know, you know now, since we last uh, saw each other, I got a job. I, I work at Hebron. Oh, you're at Hebron, right. I work as the international spokesman of the Jewish community. Are you community there constantly? I'm there three, four, di- four days a week. So, so I shuttle between Hebron the, the tombs of the matriarchs and patriarchs, and then I go back home and I have the Mount of uh, the Temple Mount right in my window. So I'm shuttling information between the forefathers and the Temple Mount, and uh, from the Temple Mount to the forefathers and mothers. It's quite a schut, uh, quite a schut. What a journey, be. huh? Yeah, it's a journey every day. And, and again, um, you know, uh, the the holiness and the history, it's all there, uh, but the the effort to try to stop us from making that journey from coming to these places is, is, is vast and tremendous. Uh, and unfortunately, sometimes effective. Very effective. Look, at this, look where we're sitting. Yeah, go ahead. These videos of the car rammings and other episodes that happen right here. I mean, we're talking about it a few feet away from here. They go viral around the world, and everyone in the Jewish world is watching, and this is what people unfortunately think, like, oh, my gosh, I'm going to go to Tzomet Gush Etzion, and this is what it's going to be like. No, no, no. It's not like that. And, if, and, and, it's, it's, and thank God, it's rarely like that. Things happen. We know random things happen. But this is what, unfortunately, the enemy is able to do, to have a very effective role in changing one's mind about Israel. Yes, they are masters at creating yeah. an alternative narrative. The uh, enemy is very creative, you and I like he, to say. He's good. The enemy is good. Respect the enemy. Respect the enemy. They're doing a great job. But also, look at uh, what Rav Soloveitchik said, which is, if you want to understand the mission of the generation, look into what the enemies of Israel are trying to, to do, what they're trying to accomplish, or in this case, what they're trying to stop us from doing, and that's the thing you have to do. They're trying to stop us from coming to Eretz Israel. They're trying to stop us from building in Eretz Israel. They're trying to stop us from having a connection with our heart because we're afraid. We'd rather kind of succumb to fear by, by telling ourselves we just can't make it this summer because it's economically challenging or something. They want us to have that fear. We can't let them do it. And that's why, that's why it's so amazing what you're doing here uh, by coming and, and broadcasting from here. Listen, Nachum, I want to say two things about what you said. Yes, you're right. It's much more normative. It's much more uh, decent and, and, and full of life than the images want to portray. But on the other hand, there are bad things that happen here, and that's exactly why we have to be here to answer that, to answer that challenge. We For have some to be reason, though, people respond better to the good reasons than the bad ones. <laughs> you know, it's, but it's, I know what you mean. It's true, but Am Yisrael needs to know that... Uh, we, that we need you. We need you. You need we, us, we, I should yeah, say. Yeah, we need each other, and, and we just... Right now, you've you got to get into the fight. You've got to get into the fight. When, you're, when, you're, when your parents are in trouble... You jump in there. When your kids are in trouble, you jump in there. When your sister and brother is in trouble, you, you jump in there. Yeah, well, that's, that's exactly what this mission is all about. You know, we heard Carolyn Glick speak recently, and, you know, it's funny because it, many, of us always, uh, many of us read her material and always think doom and gloom. Like, you know, is there yeah. anything good happening? They heard her speak, and she said, we get to address these issues. We get to address these issues of having an army, having a state, having a government that we, we might want to change, having Jewish organizations that we, that we feel need to be outspoken, need to be spoken about and, you know, and, and, and be changed in, in different ways. 
it, it's a we don't realize how lucky we are to live in a generation like this, to live with just the ability to have a voice as a Jew in a world like this, and certainly with Eretz Israel. That's absolutely correct. Um, I have a simple formula for what you're saying, which is that the building of a Jewish state is the greatest project of the Jewish people in 2,000 years. This is the project. This is it. We're involved in the most exciting project that the Jewish people have conceived of, have dreamed of, have prayed for. And the Jewish state, for all those folks maybe in Brooklyn who get kind of you know, nervous about talking about the Jewish state, you're right, Jewish state is not a god unto itself. It's not. But it's a vessel. It's the Kli. It's the Kali. Through this vessel do we come home to this land. Through this vessel are we reborn uh, as, a, as a strong nation. Through this vessel do we get a chance to do the mitzvot, the commandments that the Torah lays out to us that can only be done in the land of Israel. Through this vessel do we get to be close to God in simple terms. So, so this is the project of coming home. The state, the state is a mechanism. It's a tool. It's a vehicle. Uh, we come home. We build it up. We strengthen ourselves. We push back on the enemies. We come back to our homeland and we build the Torah. There's a renaissance of, of Jewish culture here as well. It's not just all, uh, you know, guns and buildings. No, it's Torah. It's, it's books. It's teaching your kids Hebrew. My children are growing up with temple consciousness. They're aware of the idea of the temple. They live with it. Uh, and, of course, the, the, the festival holidays... They're in their right time. There's no big Shila, you know, do you sit in your sukkah if it's still <laughs> snowing. It's not, a, it's not a big thing around here. It's a, it doesn't happen. It's the most perfect weather. It's the most perfect everything. And when it's not, you know that God is talking to you as well. So there's, there's something uh, miraculous and awesome uh, about the time that we're living in. And, and you're absolutely right. For our internal audience, we, we, for the people who have already made it here, now we take it to a different gear. And that gear is... Well, how do we fix a problem? Right. How do we look that problem in the face? This guy, this mayor, is not doing a good job taking out this garbage. Right. Or this army is not doing a good job, uh, a good enough job. Let's uh, fight it and solve it. Right, let's deal with it. Let's um, deal with it. What's happening in Hebron? What's happening down the road? I'm sure, unfortunately, maybe people will keep this in mind, that tourism has hit uh, Hebron like it has any other popular spot with tourists. No, it's hit it much worse. Even worse. Much worse. Much worse. So Hebron... We're right here on a fault line. As we sit right here, we're on the southern tip of the Gush Junction. This is an imaginary line which is very, very real in people's minds. If you cross over this line, you've come into the south, into the Hebron Mountains, into the Hebron Hills. And going to Hebron is from here another 30 minutes, but that journey is filled with A, a different sovereign, the Palestinian Authority, is around. Uh, more terrorism, it's true. Um, uh, and less of the sovereignty of the state of Israel. The army's still there and all that, but as you drive, you already feel that you're right. kind of less at home. Right. And that is you're because in a different place. that's because the state of Israel has not yet asserted its full sovereignty, its full oomph uh, into this place. Uh, and also, that's on the on the, on the tactical and, and kind of political science level. On the spiritual level, as you get closer to the holier places, let's name them. Uh, the tomb of the patriarchs and matriarchs the tomb of Rachel the temple mount the tomb of Joseph certainly as you get closer to these things it's more and more surrounded by all kinds of tohu vavo, all kinds of dark energy that want to stop us from getting close to it and want to do everything possible from having the Jewish people really get back to the anchors of, of Jewish civilization and Jewish spirituality. So our, our enemies are very keen. They understand. You know, sometimes you hear Jews say, oh, come on, who needs Hebron? But the enemies know exactly how much the Jewish people need Hebron. And when we come to Marat HaMachpelah, we really, we, we, come to our, we come to our fathers and mothers. I always tell people, people think that Hebron is a theological religious place. Right. I say, Jerusalem, that's a theological religious place. Hebron is our peoplehood. 
you come to your mother and your father. I want to make it so. One day it's going to be all fakir. It's going to be all the opposite. That one day every single human being that has any inkling in his heart of, of appreciation for Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob will not come to Israel without, but, and will not skip will not come to Israel and not go to Marat HaMachpelah. You have to go to this place and pay homage to the founders of monotheistic civilizations, the, the founder of modern-day morality. So people are going to come there. It's in an international heritage site. Forget the Taj Mahal. Forget it. Come to Hebron, come to Marat HaMachpelah, and, and, and touch eternity. Yishai Fleischer. Check him out on Facebook. You have a lot of nice people following yes, you on Facebook. Yes, yes. And you know, right now we're on Periscope. We're hey! Periscoping. Hello, right. Periscope. Look, folks, it's Nachum Siegel. There you go. Uh, it's amazing. Periscoping is so cool. You're just doing live TV here. Um, and, uh, yeah, the technology is amazing. Uh, but we still want your warm body. It's great to get your Facebook like. Thank you. Uh, but we've got to get people actually here. Like Tadarabah Chayalim. I love thanking the Chayalim. There they are. Look at the soldiers. Look I at love these amazing soldiers. The Chayalim. There they are. God Almighty. They're amazing. Thank you, Yishai. Thank Kala you, Kavod. God bless you. Kalakavod. All right, Nachem, next time in Hebron also, all right? Bezret Hashem. God bless you. Keep up the good work. There he is, Yishai Fleischer, everybody. The man's amazing. Always got an, has an incredible message. Jewish Unity Initiative continues here at the uh, JM and the AM radio broadcast. We have a member. We are, You could watch right now. Watch right now at NachumSiegel.com. You're going to want to watch right now at NachumSiegel.com. We have a member of the IDF, a member of the Israel Defense Forces with us. His name is Ohad. Ohad Shalom. Shalom. Menachem. Nachum. 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 <laughs> Where are you from? I'm from Ranana originally. Ah, good old Ranana. Yeah. Where are you today? Where did you sleep last night? You don't have to give me details if it's not allowed, but I'm curious, like, you know, where's the base? Where, what, what city did you sleep in last night? All right. Last night I slept, like, in that corner. Right. You're serious? Yeah, that's... You slept in that field over there? No, not field. It's like a small room over there. A small little room? Yeah. Because your job now is to protect the area of Gush Etzion. Yeah, on the crossroads. The main crossroads here. Every citizen that takes rides, I need to keep him safe. From hazards, stabbing people. That's my job. So one of the most prevalent uh, news items in the coming out of Israel. These random stabbings, um, attacks, people like yourself are have taken the responsibility to do what you can to protect the citizens that they not be victims of those attacks. Of course, yes. Of course. Like I know you say if, I know I know it's your job, I know you say of course, but we're just taking in the enormity of it, how unbelievable it is and you're responding as if it's not that big of a deal when it's really one of the most incredible things you could be doing well listen ever since I got drafted that's what we learned to do protect right, teach me what to protect people protect people yes how long are, are you officially on 24 hours and sleep whenever you want do you have a, a, a timetable of you know when you're you know, you and your, I assume you have colleagues who are doing this with you, right? Yes, yes. So how long of a day do you have? Well, first of all, let's go by hours. Right. right? And every six hours, you either taking a position here as a guard or basically have free time to sleep and train. And, and what are you looking for? You're looking to see that every car is well, doing yes. what it's supposed to be doing and... and no episodes or incidents are taking place between drivers and passengers or people maybe running or 
attacking somebody? Every suspect, we need to ask him a few questions. Um, the license plates from Israelis and non-Israelis is different. So if there's a suspicious behavior, we need to ask questions. See the registrations and stuff. But mostly, yeah, just see that everything is going as usual. If you're watching now at NahumSiegel.com, this is Ohad joining us at JMDM. That's a camera, right? That's a camera, yeah. Well. Uh, what rank do you have in the military? Um, I what do they call you? I don't know the name of it. How should I address Rabat. you? What is it? What would it be, a Shlomo? A normal soldier. Like Shlomo, what would it be? What we would call a corporal? corporal yeah. So you're Corporal Ohad. Yeah. May I ask you your age, or I'm not, not supposed to do that in this um, conversation? Yes, I'm almost 22. You're okay. almost, you make it sound like you're getting up there in years. You're almost 22 you years know, like old. No, like in a month or so, yeah. Who, who is this that you're looking at over here? No. Is this your commanding officer? Oh, you're not a commanding officer. No. Thought, I thought you might be. I'm sorry. Um, so almost 22 years old. Are you among the older soldiers doing this work, or are you among the younger ones? Like, um, In normal life, I'm, I count as older, but... In the t- in my time in the army, not so much. I'm still young. Like the, but the soldiers you're working with are also 22, or no? They most mostly 19, 18. Yeah. 19, 18 years old. Yeah. Doing this, checking cars and pursuing yeah. the enemy if necessary. Yes. And protecting people. Exactly. Wow. I don't know what to say. <laughs> I mean, we know all this and we hear it all the time, but. When we go ahead and meet people like you or hear more stories about... We met a 20-year-old earlier who spent six years in the United States and was describing the same type of work as you're describing here. And it's just, you know, the older I get, the more difficult it is for me to believe that people who are 20 or 19 or 18, as you just said... My parents says the same stuff, but... <laughs> your parents don't believe it either, huh? That's what what do your parents say about being parents of a soldier? Well, first of all, my parents both... Has been soldiers, so they've both been in the army. Yeah, so it's different. Like they know what what the what it demands of you, right. what, it, what it takes, and they help with everything everything they can. Very supportive. Which How often do you see them? Uh, once, twice a month, maybe three times. What is Shabbat like when you're? When you're, when you're on duty and you're protecting the people of Israel, any different than a regular day, or you just try to make it as different as you can so it feels a little bit more like Shabbat? It's a little bit different, but I, I'm a religious guy. I don't know if they see the kippah, but... Well, that's why I'm asking you, because I know you're a religious yeah, guy. I'm so curious if it's... We do our best, and yes, it, it takes to the Halil Shabbat every once or twice, but of course. also, that's what needs to be done. Like you have no choice. How much equipment do you carry with you? For now. What are these? These. Wow. Keep me safe. These oh. knee. These knee pads are much different than an NHL regulations. Like oh. hey, that much. Wow. Yeah. Um, no normal stuff. That the ceramic vest. That's if people try to shoot me, it's supposed to protect me. The bulletproof vest. Yeah. And a gun, a helmet over there. That's it. What kind of gun is that? M4. An M4? Yeah. That's what it's called? Yeah. It's a better version of M16. Does a good job? Yeah. No. You happy yeah. with it? <laughs> you don't go any you no, don't, no, you, no, don't yeah. go, you don't go anywhere without it, huh? Yeah. Corporal Ohad is from Ranana and now he serves 
feet away from where we are at the Tzomet Gushetzion. Shlomo Katz, what do you say about meeting Corporal Ohad? What do you say? Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank <laughs> you. Mamash. Thank you, thank you. you. Mamash. Look, you're home in Efrat. He's right here. He's right here. I sleep at night because of him. But Mamash. No, really, but it's really. not just that. What I, my point is that your family sitting in Efrat, and I'm not criticizing, believe me, I think it's the same thing for my family in the U.S. I believe I could live freely in the United States because of you, but that's a whole other story, meaning because of Ohad. But you're in Efrat, and he is trying to grab a minute or two of sleep right here at this little hut or house that the soldiers are in. It's like a completely different perspective. At the age of 22, and of course, as he said, many of his colleagues are 18, 19, 20. Unbelievable. Anyway. Yeah. Oh, had Kalakavod. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Kalakavod at Sahal, Tadarabalachem. Thank you very, very much for all you do. I believe not only that people in Israel, like Shlomo and others, can live in Israel because of you, I honestly believe that people can live freely as Jews in other parts of the world because of our Israeli soldiers. That's what I honestly believe. Oh, thank you very much. Thank and you very do much. Our best. And Kolakavo. It's America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program. Heard on listener sponsored WFMU East Orange, WMFU Mount Hope. Rockland County at 91.9 on the FM dial, broadcasting live from the Sonia and Robert Gold Studios in Jersey City, New Jersey. And today from Pinachama in Gush Etzion with live music by Shlomo Katz. And you're listening on the web at jmnam.org and, of course, on the NSN app. Shlomo Katz live performance right now. If you go to the NahumSiegel.com homepage, live from Gush Etzion. Right, this is a nigun that was written right, right here. The, the first part of it was written right over here. My mission, this... Uh, Right here. It's Arab Shabbos, so we'll sing it to Shabbos.
شب شب از Shlomo Katz, everyone. Brand new CD is entitled Yismach Melech. Go to shlomokatz.com. He'll be in America next month. And um, you can check out his uh, tour schedule today. Anyone have a schedule for today's programming? Where is today's programming? We have amazing programming on our stream all day long at jmtheam.org and on the NSN app. Ooh, it's cold out here. You know, I'm not sitting in the sun like other people. We're going back to 24 <laughs> I heard it's cold in the U.S. That's what I heard, that it's really cold back in the U.S. When I land tomorrow morning, it's supposed to be frozen over there. Ah, Shlomo Katz. At least I finally met... Well, I shouldn't say finally, because I've met other people as well. But I'm glad I... Uh, I'm glad you and I are on the same wavelength when it comes to the Israeli soldiers. This guy blew me away. <laughs> this guy did this, blow me this away. This kid's eyes. Are... It's the humility. How do they get the humility? I never understood that. You know, our people are not always the most humble people. <laughs> How is it that all the Israeli soldiers have this humility? I was just talking about with, with uh, Reb Shimon over here that, <laughs> look, let's be real. Eretz Yisrael is mashpil game and magbiya shvalim. Eretz, if you come here with a little bit of look at me, this country will pound you down That's so true. hard. But when you walk around here and you know that you're nothing, yeah. lifts you up to the high. This guy probably, he has no concept of who he is. I know. He has no idea. He's in that little hut over there trying he to grab a couple hours of sleep each night. Nothing. Come on. Nothing. These are, these are my rabbis today. These chayalim, there are rabbis today. My children, Hashem, I have three little girls now. Last time I saw you, I think I was just getting married, actually. It was a long time. <laughs> three, little ki- three little girls now. They know. We pass by the checkpoints, and they, there's an excitement. <gasps> Abba! Abba! Chayalim Kedoshim! Yes, that, that's, that's exactly Chayalim what I... Kedoshim. Chayalim Kedoshim. My Tiferet, my six-year-old, always pass by Chayalim. It's an, it's an excitement. It never gets old. It never gets old. It is unbelievable. There is a dedication of the Israeli soldiers. Yeah, we had a um, we had a uh, a poll. You know, I don't know if you remember this, but around the year 2000, everybody was doing you know, the most influential person of the century. This, uh, and when we did it on the air, we ended up uh, the Chayal, the mm-hmm. Israeli soldier, the most with all the Rabbanim. And believe me, we have plenty of respect for all the Rabbanim in our history and of the last 100 years, and all the significant people in American Jewish life and world Jewish life who had made. Tremendous contributions in medicine, economics, everything else. We concluded that it was the Israeli soldier who was the most significant person in the uh, in the last hundred years. Without a doubt, we we grew up in half in L.A. and half in Ranana. Actually, I, I think I. I, I was wondering it, about that. If yeah. you're so you're, you, you I, didn't I, grow up only in the no, in no, L.A. No, 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 no. Well, it's like I kind of did because I went. I grew up in Ranana, so it's kind of <laughs> right. <no. laughs> Good point. But I, my next door neighbor growing up. <clears throat> was my best friend as a child. His name was Ari Weiss. Ari Weiss, the son of Rabbi Stuart Weiss. He's a columnist. He writes for the Post, and he was a rabbi. He was in Chicago. He was in Dallas. Ari Weiss was a chayal, and it, it freaked me out because it was he was a few weeks shy of his 22nd birthday when he got one bullet, and uh, he was guarding in Shem, and he was uh, he was he was killed. So for me, my greatest, I, I, you know, we know a lot of people that want to try to love Am Yisrael and try to do good chesed to give your life, to give your li- to give, actually give your life for Am Yisrael and not even be aware of how holy and conscious of how holy you are. 
We're always so busy trying to, uh, you know, figure out: are we, are we mouthing bakodesh? Are we, are we getting holy? Are we getting less holy? And it's not just that, and I, I shouldn't even bring it up. But then people get into discussions about Israeli soldiers who have given their life. What level of kedusha have they attained? That, and I'm like, what? What are we talking about yeah, here? What is it? It's my mash divreshtut. I can't even tell you what I want to say right exactly. now. Exactly. Exactly. Shlomo Katz is yeah. here. Brand new CD is Yismach Melech. We'll have time for one more song before you go or not? One more. Yeah. One more. We'll be able one to. More. Okay, we'll do one more before we go. One more. Schedule uh, for, for today. Do we have the... Uh, one more. Do we have the... What do you call it? We do. We have today's schedule. Today, um, today, well, one second. Starting with... Uh, with Charlie Harari. Charlie Harari's on at 9 o'clock right after JM in the AM with the boardroom. 9.30 will be Michael Fragan with spin class. On uh, on at 10 o'clock, Allison Joseph's Jew in the City Speaks. That's coming up at 10 o'clock this morning. And That's Life Today is from uh, Tachanah Rishonah. That's Life Today is Miriam El Wallach at Tachanah Rishonah in Yerushalayim. Joanna Shepson at funinjerusalem.com will join her. There'll be audio and video at 10.30 this morning Eastern Time. You'll be able to take a walking tour with the two ladies and enjoy the uh, uh, the That's Life program. 11 o'clock, it'll be Avrami with a live lunch. We're going to try our hardest to call into the live lunch from wherever we are so we can, in fact, make good on our commitment of five shows from the Holy Land during our um, Jewish Unity Initiative here with JM in the AM. All right, so that's going to be happening. That's going to be happening um, uh, between 11 o'clock and 1 p.m., uh, during our live lunch uh, on NahumSiegel.com and, of course, on the NSN app. So there you have it. Uh, a lot of people to thank, a lot of people involved in this incredible effort to make sure our Jewish Unity Initiative would happen. I want to thank Mr. Abe Banda and everybody at Pomegranate in Brooklyn, New York. Thank you, Mr. Banda. You had a vision for the Jewish Unity Initiative, and it has come to fruition, thank God. We've spent uh, three days in the old city of Jerusalem in Tel Aviv and here at the Gush. Traveler's Choice, Yossi Devora and their entire staff at 212-868-8698. Thanks to our friends at Travel Cell and TravelCell.com. That's where you want to rent your phone for the next time you need to be in touch with the United States when you come to Israel or anywhere else. A big thank you to the Inbal Hotel, our headquarters in Jerusalem, to Alex Panina, Avi and Shlomit, Todaraba, Mayor Kruder of Kruder Photography, who's with us, and our amazing staff, including Chief Engineer ZK, Elon Katz, uh, Yoni, uh, Yoni Pollock, all here on the spot. Miriam Alwalik, of course. Jamie Turkel back in the U.S. Um, Avrami back in the U.S. Avrami Finkelstein. Stan in our studio. Big thank you to Ari Heshi Billet, whose suggestion it was to come to the Pinachamat today. And thank you to Ira Hauser, who helped us uh, set it all up. And a big thank you to uh, those who've come to uh, support the Jewish Unity Initiative, including the Jacob family. Um, under the leadership of Barry and Simon Jacob, who are the biggest fans of the Jewish Unity Initiative, no matter where it might be in the world. Shlomo Katz, if you look right now at NahumSiegel.com, you will see his live performance, his final live performance of the morning for us from the Tzomet Gush Etzion, from Pinachama. This is where it's all happening. This is where the action is for the present and future of the people of Israel and the Jewish people in general. Come and visit the Gush all the way from, I don't know, from the Gush Etzion Junction all the way down to Hebron, all the way up to Yerushalayim. Then start again and go all the way up to the Golan and go all the way down to Eilat. 
Enjoy this amazing country as we encourage everybody to continue touring Israel and put a trip to Israel on your calendar as soon as possible. Shlomo Katz, live on the homepage of NahumSiegel.com at JM in the AM. Oh, na 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 Cats, call like a vote. Thank you. Never seen you look more. Uh, I don't know what the word is. Just so like what touched is, and moved by. Oh. What these I never oh boy. 
I, I, I don't think we're allowed to take photos with the Chayalim. I wish we would be able to, because if we would, I would I'm just... surprised he was able to be on Yeah, he got special permission. Uh, we should have pointed that out, that Corporal Ohad got special permission to join us. Look, the Chayalim are, are, are today's Jewish heroes. You know, we've had a... Uh, We've had a collective of um, of people who are assigned to protect the Jewish people from Yitzhak Mitzrayimah, when you think about it. There's always been a group of people that, in whatever way they could, obviously when the enemy really had us down, it was difficult to do so, but they were always in leadership roles to try to do what they could. This group, this unique and incredible uh, group of uh, almost the last 70 years, uh, the Israel Defense Forces, are just uh, incredible and amazing. To be admired, real role models for our children. And I don't know if you're aware of this, Shlomo Katz. I don't know if you're aware of this or not. There are so many American youngsters who now at some point join the Israeli army. There are so many from New Jersey, New York, and all other 48 states who spend time in the Israeli army, which is obviously tremendous. We take tremendous pride in that. Yishai, you knew that or not? There are so many United States students that grow up in homes... Like ours, real typical American Jewish homes. I was one of the first students from Joseph Kushner Hebrew Academy to go to the army and to be a chayal boded, and it was like a big thing back then. And I came in, uh, you wearing my uniform. They were just like, "What?" They, they couldn't believe it. Now they just had a dinner where they honored all the people who from Frisch and other places that they honored all these soldiers, chayalim uh, bodedim. There's hundreds. <laughs> There's packed. hundreds now. It's packed. I know, it's in fact, every unit, every every paratrooper unit. A friend of mine is in the paratroopers now. Tons of American kids. So it's become a real norm. Religious families, not religious families. Being, and also the country is much more aware of Chayalim Bodidim, the lone soldiers. There's a lot more centers for them. There's a lot more care for them. When, yeah. I was, when I was in the Army, nobody knew what that was. So there's really something amazing right now. I'll add, I'll give cover to my father. Um, the my, great Absalom Katz. <laughs> my, Abba, my Abba made Aliyah on a boat from Buenos Aires. Wow. It took him th- when he was 14 years old. And he stayed, he's, he grew up here alone in high school. And then he went up, he was a, he was a Chayal Bodet in 1968. Unbelievable. So it's in our blood as well. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. But I like that idea of making Aliyah on a boat. I've been telling Rabbi Fest for a long time. I said, let's <laughs> make a, a cruise idea. out of Manhattan. That's imagine, imagine Nachum, 3,000 Jews get on <laughs> a boat a and wave goodbye to Statue of Liberty oh. and say, thank you, thank you for everything. Oh. But we're going home. And images of all the boats that didn't make it That's to Israel, right. that didn't right. make it to Palestine, should be on that boat. Oh, boy. All right, Simon has... Uh, let's give that uh, headset over to Mr. Simon Jacob. We, uh, earlier in the week, declared him the biggest fan of the Jewish unity. Come around the side, guys. Some around Simon the side. has some very special people to introduce to us. Hey, guys, how are you? Can you say hi? <laughs> you're saying, you know what? Hey, you know what? We'll I need you to wish. I need you to One wish. One second. We'll do yeah. it this way. Yeah, I need you to wish Grandma Doreen Shabbat Shalom. Can you do that? Shabbat Shalom, Shabbat Shalom. Shabbat Shalom. Shabbat Shalom. <laughs> Simon, th- these are four of your grandchildren? Yeah, these are four of them. What are their names? Okay, come on. Emmanuel. Benaya. Naomi. Neria. Oh, my God, are they okay. cute. Look at your grandmother, how she is <laughs> smiling. Oh, my God, are they cute. No wonder you love spending all this time with them. They're incredible. This group is incredible. 
This is just some of them. So Yeah, Baruch Hashem. There's a l- really <laughs> large collection, thank God. Thank God. It should keep growing. Kane Yerbu, Kane Yerbu. Thank you. Thank you. Are you kidding me? You know, you were talking about Hebron before. And I just and wanted I just, to mention, yeah, and I apologize, ahead, but no, it's another personal note. Yep. Chances are your mother is listening to the show. That, that's who they were wishing Shabbat right. Shalom to. Grandma Doreen. So I want to give a special shout out to Grandma Doreen and Thank say you. hi to her because she would never miss a production of the Nachum Siegel Network. <laughs> she doesn't. She doesn't. She doesn't stop. Uh, she doesn't stop with it. Now so. you were saying about the uh, city of Hebron. Go ahead. So you know you were talking about Hebron, right. and um, we've had a, a couple of experiences there. Really incredible experiences there. But one of the things that really hit home was. We went there to pray, and as we started Shimon Esrei, and you say, Elokei Avraham, Elokei Yitzchak, Elokei Yaakov, and then it suddenly hits you that, you know, that Shimon Esrei that you've been saying your whole life, and here you are, you know, with the Avot, as close as you can get to them, it's just, like, unbelievable. It, it just, if that doesn't wake you up, and make you realize how important this place is, um, it's just, it's, it's unbelievable. It's you know, unbelievable to be here with you. We were speaking to somebody uh, during our live lunch program on Tuesday night that we were doing from the Inbal, and um, we said to her, how you end up in Israel for the last six months? And she said, well, my husband said it's time, they live in Bergen County, my husband said it's time to expand the house. I said, expand the house? No, 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 we're not expanding the house in Bergen County. There's no mention of Bergen County in the Torah. We're going to go to Yerushalayim, yeah, and we're going to, and this is, and this is exactly what you say. You're talking about Marat HaMachpelah. We have such a mission, such a mission to drive home to so many people in diaspora how different it is here, and how this is our real, true homeland. And it is, and uh, believe me, when I'm outside of Israel, it takes time for me sometimes to remember it also. So we have a really important mission to continue to drive this point home. One last thing. Sure. Well, we've got... Uh, our friend Shlomo Katz over here. I just want you to know every Shabbat, Nachum plays, you know, the song for Shabbat. So just so that you know, I'm in the background, and every time you say Shabbos, I say Shabbat. Okay? <laughs> so one of these days, one of these days, I really want you to record just a track of it with Shabbat as opposed to Shabbos. But, I'm, I'm, well, no, no, it's, you know, I just, it's just like automatic. So I just want you to know, that's, that's... Shlomo never dreamt he'd show so. up here and get in trouble with Simon. <laughs> he never dreamt that would happen, my God. Shlomo Bracha. That's right, but Ahapochu is right. Thank you. Mishinichnas Adar Marbim Besimcha. Enjoy Adar. Where are we going? I want to get Reb Shimshon in here at, uh, at some right point. Here. Come. Is it? Here. I can't ask Rav Shimshon to be on the air for a moment. Shlomo Tadaraba, thank you for everything. There he is, the great Shlomo Katz. We'll, we'll see you in the United States, Bezrat Hashem. Ah, I'll tell you, a lot of brotherhood here today. A lot of brotherhood here today. Harav uh, Shimshon Jacob first introduced the Kemach Institute on JM and the AM. How long, how long ago was that? Uh, we first spoke about it two years ago? Just a year. Just a year, a year this ago. Is our first year. We're in the middle of our first year. Thank you. Uh, it's located in Katamon. Yes. You're looking for 12th grade young men and above. We actually have a couple guys who came in in the middle of their, in, after their 11th grade year. Um, 
but yeah, it, it goes. We have everyone from 17 to 24 at the moment. All right. If you're looking for what you want to find the Kemach Institute. If you are looking for a place where you can engage in practical Judaism in a hands-on way and really see yourself grow, see your growth and development as you're going through the process, um, if you're not a, a text-based learner but you're someone who likes to get in there and use your hands more and be creative, um, check us out. Kemach Institute, it's on the web. It's on the web, kemachinstitute.org. You were blessed because you got a great core of students your first year. Thank God, we have a great group of guys this year. And uh, we're looking to grow even more next year, Bezrat Hashem. Absolutely. You were at all the Israel fairs, right? So people have already yeah, met you. Yeah, we're, we're around. People, people hear about us. All right. Yeah. So if you're a high school student or older, uh, the young men out there, check out the Kemach Institute. And uh, today you were concentrating on photography. That's, they, they just started today, actually. They, they work on a couple different professions and get their feet wet in them. They were doing construction renovation. They just finished a kitchen remodel in someone's home in uh, Harnof, actually, which was really cool. Are you to serious? To build up the land of Eretz Israel. Um, under the guidance of, uh, of, of the person who runs the program, the professional program of Avi Benzev. So Avram Benzev, he, uh, he runs it, and he just finished a kitchen remodel with them. And, uh, and thank God, they uh, moved on to photography. Some guys are doing some IT stuff. We have one guy who's in the middle of building a 3D printer at the moment, Baruch Hashem. Guys, guys doing some interesting stuff. A lot of innovative education going on in thank Israel. God. We also just finished, we built, uh, they just finished a, a sugya where they were learning Hilcha Bid Knesset, and they finished building an Aron Kodesh for a Sefer Torah in the community that didn't have one. So, Unbelievable. Very cool stuff. Rabbi Shimshon Jacob, thank you, Shimshon. More than happy. Thank you, Nachum. Great to see you. It's Continued great to success here. at the Kemach Institute. Check it out online, everybody. More coming up. It's JM in the AM on a Thursday morning. I wanted to mention, by the way, we spoke about the lineup for today after JM in the AM on our Stream at jmtheam.org and, of course, on the NSN app. Michael Fragan will have a recap of the New Hampshire primary. Michael Fragan at uh, 9.30 this morning Eastern Time will have a recap of the New Hampshire primary. We are hoping to have a weekly update tomorrow. If the plane lands on time and I'm able to get to the studio, then we will have a weekly update tomorrow uh, at JM in the AM. Ironically enough, uh, Malcolm Honline will be in Israel, and I plan on being back in the United States. And uh, that is the schedule. More coming up including our interview from yesterday with the mayor of Yerushalayim, Mir Nahum. Barakat. Yes, sir. Nahum, sorry to cut in here, sure. but my dad told me last time that I was on the air that if I didn't share a quick one minute of our tour with you, <laughs> then I was really wasting my time. So just to grab one minute of yours. Yeah, so this less week, than a minute. Go ahead. Deal. 30 seconds. So we were looking at, at Parsha this week, and one of the things that came up was we looked at the sizes of the actual kelim. Right. And one of the things that popped up was the Mizbeach HaNechoshet. And if you think about how big that was, right, it's, it's five amot by five amot and three tall. And then that thing is covered, it's plated in copper. Think about how many people had to carry that, right? You're lugging that thing. This wasn't the Aron Kodesh that carried you. This was something the Levium had to lug through the desert. So we were talking about why that is. And one of the things that came up was the reality that korbanot weren't just individuals bringing korbanot, and you have that, that, that possibility that someone might think, okay, I'm bringing the korban, this is something that, that has the potential to where people start thinking it's about a personal thing. And the reality that it required a larger group of people to carry it reminded you, it's not just about me, it's not about a pe person, it's not about an individual, it really is about a group, because the, the only way you were getting that thing through the midbar was with a group. Amazing. <laughs> it was really about the Am. Amazing. Thank you. That's what it is all about, it's about the Am. Uh, Shlomo Katz here at JM there. My, my interview with the mayor of Jerusalem, Nir Barakat, coming up next at JM there.
go to shlomocats.com, get the information about the brand new album and, of course, uh, everything that he's uh, doing. It was great having him. It was great. All the musical guests this week were amazing. Uh, thank you, David Fadida, for helping us arrange all that. It was great having Ohad in the orchestra on, uh, mon- on Tuesday. It was great having... I'm freezing. It's great having oh, Daniel. I'm freezing. I'm see- you guys okay. are you guys are walking around. You're in the sun. Okay. I'm here for three hours, sitting here in the shade. What are the chances we have frozen. one week of programming and two ohads? Yeah, and Corporal Ohad, God, right? Cut up that segment and send it to every Jew in the world. Fertig, uh, Fertig, <laughs> Cruder. I don't know. The mayors. There are so many mayors in our network. Can't keep track. Um, Mayor Cruder took a picture of his. Uh, yeah. You know your mic is on, right? I'm frozen. Go ahead, yeah. <laughs> of his knee pads. Did you see those knee pads? Yeah, they are like... Ten pounds each. Yeah, they're Ten ridiculous. Pounds, and I assume it's uh, it's um, dual purpose. Uh, I imagine. The, uh, God, well, for, God forbid, being hit by something. But what was funny is he was just mentioning the equipment that he was wearing as if, you know, everyone's walking around with a flak jacket. Yeah. You know, Shlomo Katz is wearing an call? Argyle sweater. He's wearing a vest. Is that what he called the bulletproof vest, the flak jacket? No, he called it... He had a it name for it. Yeah, but it got lost it. in translation. Yeah, By the way, the woman who was here with him was his, was the... I thought she was supposed to go on the air. No, Army spokesperson. She was basically... No, no, she's no. the Army spokesperson. She doesn't go on the air? No, she's the she's the adult in the room to make sure that the questions that he answers... No, so I was right that she's his commanding officer. And they laughed at me when I said that. Well, when you say commanding officer, you mean... She doesn't... She's She supervises his spoken whatever he's right. I got correct, you. Correct, correct. And what about the Chayelet was supposed to be with us? She um, I would say that she had a little bit of stage fright. Oh, Give me a she break. She was scheduled and then decided not to do the show? You're going to have a tie against the Chayela? No, okay, I, just, I just hate when it <laughs> happens that way. On. Don't agree to do it. <laughs> Get her on our schedule, which is right here, and then and then pull out a deal. Okay, but it was an incredible interview with Ohad. and Corporal Ohad, unbelievable. Hero, hero of the Jewish people. And the programming this week. By the way, anybody looking or watching on the video and noticing that Nachum is uniquely taller than usual and I therefore look remotely shorter than usual, it's because he's sitting on three chairs. Just want to point that out. I didn't shrink. I think it's. I think most people think this is my usual height, anyways. Doesn't right, matter. Right, but you don't. Whatever. Yesterday, we had the opportunity to speak with the mayor of the city of Jerusalem, who's aware of the fact that we are on our own Jewish Unity Initiative. Mayor Nir Barakat with us here at JM in the AM. It is a great pleasure to welcome the mayor of Jerusalem, Nir Barakat, to JM in the AM. We are on our own Jewish Unity Initiative, traveling here in the country, reminding everybody about uh, maintaining solidarity with our brothers and sisters in Israel. And this is a topic that Mayor Barakat has been very outspoken about. Mayor Barakat, welcome back to JM in the AM. Shalom. Uh, welcome. Hello from Jerusalem. I appreciate that very much. I noticed that uh, Benny Gans and Atan Sharansky have been named to the Jerusalem Unity Prize Committee. I know that unity is a topic that is uh, of utmost importance to you. As I just mentioned, we're on our own Jewish unity initiative to show solidarity with the people of Israel. Uh, what can you tell us about how the people of Israel are coping with the current situation, how important it is to be unified at this time? Uh, well, um, this is indeed, I believe, in the critical, critical path of the success of the Jewish people, unity. Um, mind you that uh, this is the second year we're now developing the, developing the prize uh, on behalf and uh, on the name of the three uh, boys that were killed, that were murdered 
just before the war last year. And actually, we decided when I uh, went to uh, the morning families, I proposed, because of the way they acted in the war, um, in Sukaitan, the solidarity around their behavior was so tremendous that we really thought that uh, we should uh, make a unity day and a unity prize uh, just to remember that time, that tough time that we went through as uh, people um, and, and to create a uh, unity prize. This is now the second year we're developing the prize and we're dramatically upgrading it. And we want to make sure that people understand that unity does not only have to be in cases of emergency. We can actually have unity in all kinds of projects, in all kinds of places, and this is what we want to promote. Well, you're doing a great job at it, and we're looking forward to the 2016 Unity Prize nominations. Uh, you, Because of the situation in Israel over the last uh, few months and uh, many episodes uh, in the city of Jerusalem, uh, you've actually uh, called on people to arm themselves in Yerushalayim, in the Holy City, and to obviously be more on the lookout for random attacks that are taking place. Have things calmed down? Have, how would you evaluate the situation uh, from the time that you made those statements and uh, what's been happening over the last couple of months? Well, first, people have to understand that Israel is very different than America in, in terms of arm uh, carrying. Only 3% of the population the, uh, in Israel carries guns uh, as, as civilians, and, and the people that are carrying guns, the majority of them are officers in the Israeli army, uh, very well-trained professional. And uh, so it's a major uh, um, help to the security forces. Indeed, about 40%, between 30 to 40% of the neutralizing terrorists um, are done by civilians that know their way as good um, as anybody else. Actually, we do 30 days reserve a year, uh, and we, we know how to use our arms and go to war. But the reality is that uh, safety in Jerusalem these days uh, is much, much better than the average American city. In America, you have, on average, nine murders for every 100,000 residents. And Jerusalem, with terror and crime together, it's 1.5 murders for every 100,000 residents. Right. So when I fly to America, I pray to come back home safely to Jerusalem. <laughs> and the reality is that the distribution of arms is very, very uh, uh, smart. And God forbid, when, if we had uh, uh, an attack, it takes less than 60 seconds to neutralize the threat. So that's why Jerusalemites and people that come here feel uh, relatively very secure. We trust our people. We know how that, that we get engaged if there's, a, if, if there's an attack. Uh, and that's why our streets, you'll see many, many people walk our streets uh, because we know how to deal with the situation, probably better than anyone else in the world. Mayor Nir Barakat of Yerushalayim is with us, uh, the Jerusalem mayor, and uh, we're here on our own Jewish Unity Initiative, as you know, in the uh, state of Israel, and we're trying to communicate the message back to the United States and other areas of the diaspora that tourism to Israel is such a key at this time. Could you please help us and, uh, and, and give a message to our listeners about how critical it is to get to Israel as visitors, even only as visitors, uh, as soon as possible? Well... Let me combine everything that we just discussed. First of all, for the unity of the people of Israel, um, not deterring and not changing our course because of terror is a fundamental way to fight terror. And the unity between us is that, uh, you know, when there was a problem in the South, I personally went to see the South uh, and see how I could help. When we see Jews that are um, sometimes threatened, we get engaged and involved and see how we help them. So coming to Israel at this time 
It's a fundamental statement that we don't give in to terror. The second thing is that when you come here, you're much safer in Jerusalem and in Israel than you are in the United States. And it's very important for our business. It's very important for our hotels and tourism and, and, and for our economy. So actually, it's triple dipping. It's good for unity. It's good for business. And it's the right thing to do to show terrorists that uh, we don't deter and we will continue our life. We always love your positive attitude and how much pride you take in the holy city of Jerusalem and the Jewish people. Thank you so much for joining us today, Mr. Barakat. I'm very happy, and come back and come and see us in Yerushalayim. We're waiting for you. Tadaraba, Mr. Mayor. Be well. Thank you very Thank much. Thank you so much. Bye-bye.
J.M. in the A.M. with R.A. Kunstler. We're going to let this roll to another R.A. Kunstler selection. As we get toward the end of this show, I want to hear Coming Home, R.A. Kunstler off of the Yes Legacy. Three incredible days of the Jewish Unity Initiative in the Holy Land in Israel. Thanks for listening to J.M. in the A.M. We've been walking down a long road. That started back then with Adam in the Garden of Eden. We were slaves in Egypt with a heavy load until God told Moses he was gonna give us our freedom. Coming home, the chosen people are gonna start coming home. Chosen people are gonna start coming home back to Canaan. Milk and honey in the promised land. It's one big family reunion in the family of man. Coming home, chosen people are gonna start coming home. Chosen people are gonna start coming home. Back to Canaan, milk and honey in the promised land. It's one big family reunion in the family of man. J.M. in the A.M. A lot of construction around here today. In the Gush Etzion region. You know, somebody about three hours ago asked if I wanted one of those um, heaters, portable heaters. And I said no. <laughs> what a mistake that was. I didn't realize that it would affect me like this at the end of the show. Anyway, um... The Jewish Unity Initiative Week is coming to a close, and I want to tell you something. We had such different experiences this trip. If you missed Tuesday's show, go to the archive. 
Harabayit right behind us, a really uplifting, happy, positive, thinking of the future of the Jewish people type trip. Kalakavod, Todaraba. Thank you, thank you. No, please. Our Israeli soldiers. Todaraba. They don't take it seriously when I say Tadarama. Isn't that funny? Nobody thinks it's a big deal except for me. Um, then on Wednesday, what a different type of show for us. Rehov Dizengoff, the music, the spirit, the corporate, the being in the hustle bustle of the big city, like, like being in the middle of, of Manhattan and doing a show. And obviously I'm not comparing the two. We know Manhattan is no Tel Aviv. Tadarama, thank you. Tadarama. See, that's not army. That's Mishteret Yisrael. Okay. Am I right? That was police, right? I think that was police, not army. doesn't even know you're on the air. Um, and then today, it's it's such a different type of show. It is uh, it is more of the spirit of the Jewish people, the drive, the commitment, the incredible energy, the spiritual energy of the Jewish people all coming out. From our visit to Gush Etzion, and I thank everybody here at Pinachama for making it possible. Thank you to Ira Hauser, coordinating everything. Tomorrow we are planning on having a weekly update. I just got to get to the studio on time. We are planning on doing a weekly update tomorrow. Malcolm uh, is Malcolm Homelines going to be in Israel, ironically enough. So that is our intention. Special thank you to Rabbi Heshi Billet, young Israel of Woodmere, for his uh, suggestion that we come here to Pinachama to do this show. For the Jewish Unity Initiative, thank you to Mr. Abe Banda and everybody at Pomegranate in Brooklyn. Thank you to our friends at Traveler's Choice, Devorah, Yossi, and their staff for making this, making it possible to, to be on schedule for when we needed to leave the United States and get back to the United States. Thank you, Traveler's Choice, at 212-868-8698. What's up, buddy? You are so I'm making no sense, right? You are shaking the whole thing. I know, it's freezing. It's so cold. Do you know that every person in New York is laughing? Boston. Because there Toronto. it's uh, I know, there it's twelve degrees, right? Right. And what is the temperature? Look up New York for a second. We're going back to cold. Yoni Pollock looking up New York. It's oh, cold, right? Twenty five? And it's supposed to be really cold tomorrow morning, I'm told. Yeah, this is a challenge job folks. Uh the Inbal Hotel. It's our headquarters in Jerusalem. Alex, Panina, Avi, and Shlomit, thank you very, very much. To Travel Cell, keeping us connected with their great rental phone service at TravelCell.com. Thank you, Travel Cell. Mayor Kruder of Kruder Photography, taking pictures of a shaking DJ. Thank you. Uh, thanks to our staff, Miriam L. Wallach, Chief Engineer ZK, Yoni Pollock, um, Jamie Turkel. Avrami Finkelstein, Stan in our studio, and everybody for their help in this uh, making this trip possible. That is much appreciated, believe you me. If you want to support the work of Pinachama here at the Gush Etzion Junction, a place that I hope you'll be visiting very soon, miriamhauser at gmail.com or 516-532-6468, 516-532-6468. where are you from? Where? <laughs> Where? Where? Sorry, Herzliya. Herzliya. Is that what your English is? A from? soldier from Herzliya. From? 
Binyamina, a soldier from Binyamina. And Ganyavne. Wow. His English is good. That's why I didn't think it was from Israel. I didn't think it was from Israel. His English is great. His English is excellent. We've got to give you guys some uh, Nahum Single Network shirts to wear under your uniforms. Yeah, are you kidding? Really, of course. Well, no, for soldiers, even the whole Malchut, everything they get. Tadarabah. Finally, we met a group of soldiers that we say Tadarabah to, and they're willing to accept it. Tadarabah. Right. We're on air in New York right now. We're on this moment in New York. And they could, well, well, don't tell them that. Don't move out of the, don't move out of the camera. <laughs> what is it? It's online and on the radio. Hundreds of thousands of listeners. And we say Kolaka vote and thank you to you. New York City, right? Not the state. New York City. The whole thing. That's funny that someone would ask New York City, not the state. Whoever thinks we're talking about the state of New York. Of course, New York City. That's funny. Anyway, um, what can I say? It's because of you that I could live in freedom in Chutzlaretz. See, they get that. This group really gets it. Yeah, but he's like, all right, but move here. I know. we got to come here is right. Got to move to Israel. Boardroom with Charlie Harari follows at 9 a.m. Spin class with Michael Fragan looks in the results of New Hampshire for both Democrats and Republicans at 9.30. An encore Jew in the city uh, speaks with Jamie Geller at 10 a.m. 10.30, Miriam L. Wallach with uh, Joanna Shepson of FunInJerusalem.com. That was done. Remind me. That was done where again? That was done earlier today at the Tachanah Rishona in Yerushalayim. Tachanah Rishona, they do a whole tour. You could join them on video and audio for that. A walking tour. Rabbi Aliyahu Fink is going to do the stunt show after the live lunch. And during the live lunch, hopefully some of our staff members will call in so that we can have an official fifth show with Avrami hosting the live lunch from here in Israel. So our live lunch between 11 and 1, we hope to check in before heading out to go back to the United States. So there you have it, everybody. Uh, to all of our incredible families and to everybody who uh, who um, has more difficult weeks when the staff of the Nachum Siegel Network is away, we say one big thank you. That's what we're going to say right now. One big thank you. And uh, collectively, I hope that this week has been an inspiring one for the Jewish people, especially in the diaspora. Boy, do I hope so, because then the sacrifice that people have made to allow us to do this and to... Um, and to hit the road and come to Israel and, and be part of a Jewish unity initiative again uh, was well worth it. So, again, I really hope so. How many views on the Kosher Halftime Show, Yoni? What are we up to, 12.7? Yoni, you know I said I need an update every 15 minutes. I think it's 12,700. If you haven't seen the Kosher Halftime Show 2016 edition yet with Lipa, make sure to do so. You'll be glad you did. I can tell you that much. Tomorrow we are hoping to have a weekly update. Starting at about 7.40 tomorrow morning, depending on the uh, flight schedule and all that stuff. We're at 12,800? Did someone get us to 13,000 already, please? Shalom, shalom. We managed very well, thank God. Baruch Hashem. Baruch Hashem. What, Nachem? Our brothers and sisters in Israel, we are with you. It's your favorite America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program heard on listeners sponsored WFMU East Orange WMFU Mount Hope Rockland County at 91.9 on the FM dial broadcasting live from the Sonia and Robert Gold Studios in Jersey City, New Jersey and today from the Gush from the um, 
Tzomet Gush Etzion and Pinachama in Israel. Part of our Jewish Unity Initiative. Around the world on the web at jmtheam.org and, of course, on the NSN app. And that will wrap up this week of our Jewish Unity Initiative from Israel. Thank you all for tuning in. Thanks for watching at NachumSiegel.com. Thank you for being part of this very, very special journey and for all the great reaction. Make sure to check out our social media, especially on Facebook with all the photos. Facebook.com slash NachumSiegel Network. Looking forward to speaking to you from Jersey City tomorrow and presenting a weekly update with Malcolm Honeline. We'll leave that to a last-minute decision just based on the flights, etc., and getting in on time for tomorrow's show. Great programming on our stream right now at jmnam.org and the NSN app. Keep it here all day long for our wonderful programming on what we call the Nachum Siegel Network. Have a fabulous Thursday from Israel. It's Nachum Siegel reminding you, remember the past, live the present, and trust the future.